All right. It is June 25th, and this is the every F and F. The air conditioner's on. That's <laughs> a that's a good opening. Was too cold. <laughs> <laughs> this open was too cold. <laughs> It is June 25th, and this is the Every FNFF podcast, and I am Curtis Ware, and I, with me as always, Carl Germ, and we have a guest today, what? which is, I know, right? It's only our second one, and we already have a guest, already. because we've determined that our personalities together are not enough to actually <laughs> not <laughs> hold attention. Enough. Right. So, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, and- My name is Ali, Ali Floyd, and I go by uh, John Tier on Twitter, whatever, anything else. Follow. Facebook, blah, blah, blah. It, follow, love, hold, hug, mm-hmm. keep forever. All, all that good internet stuff. Um, so this time, so last la- last time on the show, we said that we were going to play from where you actually enter Eris's house to actually leaving Midgar immediately after the show. I was I regretted that, and I was like, that is way <laughs> too lot. much. The first episode went an hour and 40 minutes, mm-hmm. which I did not expect. And uh, so we decided instead to go up to where the plate falls. Spoiler warnings, as always, yep. this is a podcast about the plot of the game. So you will be spoiled. <laughs> we're going all the way to the end of disc one today. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're going to be going up to where the meteor is about to hit uh, the planet. Spoilers. We're going to be going to halfway through disc nine. Oh, disc nine? FF9. <laughs> disc two. Well, I've already tripped numbers. over. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I've already we, tripped over myself enough. So uh, why don't you start us off? Cool. Um, so I, I just kind of want to do a, a little roundup from last week. Um, I got some more. We figured out some more information about Loveless that is, in fact, <laughs> a My Bloody Valentine album. Right. And apparently, I think the developers just really liked that album when they were making the game. So they, like, stuck it in, I guess, maybe as, like, an Easter egg. But then they were, like, when more and more Final Fantasy VII games were coming out, they were like, no, let's just include this as part of, like, the the mythos. And I think it, it actually became, like, an epic story, like like the Odyssey or yeah. the Iliad. And I in other, I think in, like, Crisis Core, it has more of a uh more like more significance to it like, really? there's like a whole poem and stuff i i'm gonna have to play that game at some point like I've i, I refused it. to earlier like really? when it came out because i was like no they're gonna ruin it it's gonna be about like they're gonna change things because i remember the good version of cloud but <laughs> <I mean. laughs> well i remember when they came out with uh, the advent children movie or whatever and they were like hey rufus didn't die hey yeah. this didn't happen actually everybody's alive and i was like well, we're doing a lot of spoilers like, yeah. <laughs> not just for yeah, advent yeah. children but, <laughs> yeah, but just don't was, watch the movie yeah yeah just, i just remember like the movie, but I don't know. Well, like, it we'll looks great. It. Yeah, it was flashy. It was. Yeah. I liked the like weird Sephiroth clone people. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched yeah. it in high school, so I think anything. I guess it was high school. Yeah, when yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I think they came out with a fifteen movie as well. Did you know that? I uh, was that the anime? Didn't they? King's Glaive. Did they? It was uh, an anime, or was I that... think it was a full three D affair. I might be thinking of I, the Animatrix. I could be wrong. We're once again we're just giving away the fact that we are woefully unqualified. To oh be yeah, to telling have people a, about Final Fantasy, especially because I called myself a master last week, which is <laughs> objectively false. Right, right. All right. I'm just here to fit in, guys. Well, that was our our corrections portion. Yeah. Just every episode, we'll just be like, "Hey, so here's what we were dead wrong about last time." Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So I believe we left off. Uh, we're going to Eris's house. Yeah. We just met Eris. And uh, we got to go through the Sector 6 slums to get there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, 
Uh, one thing I noticed that's pretty funny is uh, you can actually go back to the church, like where you just escaped from. Mm-hmm. And like there's children there who are just kind of playing around and they're like, oh, we're watching the flowers for that lady. And they have some cute dialogue and stuff. But uh, like uh, the Turks are just nowhere to be found. <laughs> Even though they were just Yeah, you inside. were like you literally walked like a city block and they're <laughs> tailing you and have been tailing you for a while. Apparently. They're very efficient and undermanned. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a pretty. Yeah, they're not really good like, throughout the course of the game. When they keep popping up, they're not really all that helpful. But, right, um, right. Anyway, let's just get right into it. And yeah, we're, we get right to Eris's house. Yeah, absolutely. So we walk through the Sixter, Sixter, Sector Six slums, get to Eris's house, who I said last time is in a ridiculous garden like it's very nicely kim's yeah. garden a lot of plants the only place in midgar that fits that definition just really nice thematically too because she's like the flower girl like it makes sense that she would live in such a right a, a, like a beautiful place with all these flowers and as we're getting ready to learn from her mom elmira she's always had a connection to the planet yeah so it could kind of have something to do with that you know also interesting fact um regarding the eris Aerith debate yes um, so I heard I didn't get to like uh, like research it at all, but one of my friends reached out and said that um, it's Aerith because that's like an anagram for Earth. So I hear you there. Mm-hmm. My argument would be this: if if that was so, we should be spelling it E A first because in the Japanese it no, it's is like the tool Aerith, right, or Aerith or whatever. So I was like, so we would. If we want to say that it's an anagram for Earth, then we better say it the same way. Yeah. Which we don't. There should be no We change it. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. It's fine. I don't care either way. You're biased. People can... I guess I'm biased your real name is Curtis. It's right. Yeah. And you go by Curtis. In the demo, my name's Curtis. (laughs) But in the actual release, it's I've been sitting on that joke for like a week, and it never never got any funnier. (laughs) I think it got... I use it. (laughs) Oh, were you going to use it? Oh, no. No, I said finally got to use it. Uh, I'm not going to steal your material. (laughs) You're more than welcome to. You probably won't be. Like, if you steal our material, you'll just be embarrassed when people are like, what are you talking about? This is terrible. Like, <laughs> go somewhere better. Um, well, I thought so, yeah. it was a knee slapper. <laughs> so we walk into um, Eris's house and we meet her mother, Elmira. 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 Um, who immediately just kind of knows what's going on. She says, oh, yep. you were followed again, again, weren't you? Yeah, again. So this has obviously happened multiple times in the past. But Yeah, which is kind of interesting because, I mean, with the, the whole bodyguard dynamic and Cloud mm-hmm. kind of being like, oh, I'm going to, you know, make sure she gets home and stuff. It's like she's been through this uh, so many, like uh, apparently a lot of times, enough for a mom to be like, God, again? Right, right. And so she introduces Cloud um, and then Cloud says, you know, I need to go to Tifa's bar. Or he, I guess he announced that previously but we said we're gonna go to the house first right yeah yeah Yeah, so we're we're in the house now and another nice little detail is that there's a lot of flowers just all around the house like yeah decor yeah and um so is it her mom who suggests spending the night first yeah so what happens is um he's like oh i gotta get back to tifa's bar there's a little cute dialogue there between oh yes yeah where she's like oh wait tifa like is she is she a girl and cloud's like yep and she's like, oh, uh, is she a girlfriend? Right. And you, you get an option there. Um, yeah, no way. Or, yeah, there's or like no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's like no way. And there's like, yeah, yeah that's right. And Which one did you pick? I went with, uh, I think I went with both to get notes for it. But I, okay. I usually go with, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think. I, I went with no way. I, I feel like I no went way. with no way this time yeah. just because it was like, she's not. Like, there's no evidence of it. So I try to be yeah. honest in these games. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. yeah. So. Just trying to actually what? role play. Yeah, exactly. Ollie, what is the what is the right answer there? What would you know, I would figure that it would be more in his character to say no way. He just doesn't seem like 
yep. is going to BS it. Yeah, know? that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that definitely does does fit his character. Yeah. People so, always um, bring, bring that up, too. Yeah. So they decide to spend the night at the house before they leave out to Sector 7 the next day. And as Aerith runs... Aerith, run, Aerith, there I go. I'll say whatever. It's fine. Uh, as she runs off to bed, her mother takes Cloud aside and says, Hey, I don't mean to be rude, but do you mind leaving tonight? Like, yeah. I can don't tell... tell yeah, don't tell her. Don't tell her. Just leave tonight. Uh, I can tell that you're in Soldier. She recognizes that he has the Mako eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's been through too much. She's been involved with Soldier in the past. So just leave tonight without telling her. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he says anything to her. Yeah. But I feel like it's implied that he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, this is yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So they scoot off to bed. Um, and then, you know, during the middle of the night, you play as Cloud waking up. And he's like, all right, I got to get out of the house. And the last time I played it, did it perfectly. But the first time, there's so many squeaky floorboards yeah, upstairs. So I think the I think the trick is that you don't act, if you don't run, it makes it a lot easier. I thought that because but there you is can one still, yeah. at least. I mean, there's probably a lot. But when I when I first went through, I did it right the first time, and then I like reset because I was like, I remember it being harder than that. Yeah. So I went through and walking made it easier, but I I like intentionally got caught. Another yeah. funny thing is you can just open up Aerith's door. And oh she's really? Like, yeah. I think I did that the first time I ever played it. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want to see what she says. Yeah. yeah. What, just, what does happen? She says the exact same thing that she says if she hears you. Oh, you okay. Out. All right, all right. That makes sense. Yeah, so you get out, um, and you start running. Oh, actually, before, let me step back just a hair. Sure. Uh, when you go to sleep, before Cloud wakes up, he hears the voice again, that voice that we've heard a couple times. Yep. Um, and it says, I haven't slept in a bed like this for a long time. And that's where you get ominous. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we get the flashback, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And another interesting thing I noticed, and um, I didn't get to like look back at like the screenshots that I took last time, but Mm -hmm. Cloud's dialogue is in like white. It's like a black background with white when Cloud is talking. And then the other is like a like more translucent, like gray kind of. Right. During these sequences. So I'm wondering if that's like universal throughout the game because again, like we don't know who's talking. We don't know what's really going on. um, But. I know now that when Cloud is talking, it might just be in that like slightly different font to kind of right, right. illustrate that. Right, right. And that makes a lot of sense, yeah. And in this case, it's that gray font mm-hmm. that says, I haven't slept in a bed like this for a long time. Yeah. So, But then we get a flashback to when Cloud was younger. Um, and not too young. He's, he's still an adult. He's the adult model of Cloud yeah. in this. But he's at his own home, and his mom's there. And his mom's kind of like... Just being like the kind of JRPG mom, I guess, you know, who's like, oh, you've grown so much. Oh, you know, you're you're getting so big. You need to get yourself a girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. and, and started them. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did start a Pokemon. Are you saying that Squirtle is my first girlfriend? Or maybe Squall is. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you just mix them up so you get like a starter of every fan- like Final Fantasy main character. Oh yeah, okay. I thought or you said I thought a- you said that's the way Pokemon starts. Yes, that's what I said. That is what you said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. For I the record, like- Squall was my first girlfriend. That's <laughs> pretty. It's very no, it was very moody. Pretty lame. Was. I was into that. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, she it's funny. She tells him to uh. To get an older girlfriend. Yeah, you know, I like that detail. I know. Like, she's like, you need an older girlfriend, yeah. one to take care of you. Like, she seems like a good mom. She seems it's like, like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you're in, inept. You're incapable. You need to have a shout girlfriend. Outs, shout outs to all our moms. Shout outs to the moms. Shout, you know, shout outs to uh, everyone's yeah. mom. How about that? Like, really broaden the nice. scope. It's very nice. I know. There's a lot of... Uh, mom stuff going on in this game a lot that's gonna get real wild mm-hmm. <laughs> so um to brace for impact on that 
Yep. So after we leave uh, Elmira's house, you know, Eris is still sleeping. Um, we run back through the Sector 6 slums, which I should mention real quick because we didn't actually say this on the way. There is a pipe in the Sector 6 slums. Yep. With a with a man inside, and on the way, uh, Eris pulls you aside before you walk in and says, uh, "This guy are sick." Right. <laughs> Which has been fixed in the Switch version. I was very bummed about that. I know it says this guy is sick, but in the original Final Fantasy VII, the discs, the text is "This guy are sick." Yep. Have you so, ever looked inside, like the decorations in that? I night? was gonna say that too. What did he win all those trophies for? He's got right? a lot of trophies. <laughs> There's so many trophies. So many trophies, and there was this thing that I couldn't tell right next to the trophies. Is is it either a dog bowl or a Roomba? I, I see it. I'm looking at it I'm right now. Here. I'm going to well. yeah. turn my switch so we can see it. Yeah, it looks. It but definitely looks it. like a dog bowl. Yep. Yeah, and so he's got. He's living in this pipe. He's got a TV. He's got a bunch of trophies. He's got some like crushed up like cans, like soda cans or beer cans. I was wondering, like, is he sick? I think he actually is sick because at first I was like, oh, maybe he's just drunk. Like we've all been there. Well, we do mm-hmm. learn something about him. We get our first, um, our first notion of another concept in Final Fantasy yep. uh, Seven, where they say, "Hey, this guy has a tattoo on his hand. Yep. That's the number two. number two. And so, by its own, like by itself, at this point in the game, that doesn't sound that crazy. It's just yeah. a man with a tattoo of a number two. But as we progress through the game, we're going to find out that that actually has a lot of significance yep. going on. So and what he's sick from exactly. So we're start seeing more people with these tattoos as we progress who are also sick. Right. Yeah. Um, but for now though, they you know you just go in you see him and his <laughs> giant set of trophies and uh, his uh, lion with his clothes drying on it. He won. Uh, he he was the best at being sick. <laughs> he was the best at our being sick, <laughs> and he sure did. Um, <laughs> called out from work every day. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that you can do, you can do it on the way or you can do it leaving so it's fine time to talk about it now since we're running away from Aris's house uh, in the middle of the night there's a house in sector six that you can go up into where there's a child sleeping on a bed mm-hmm. and you open you can open the drawers in his room yep. you can open the top one and there's nothing in there you can open the bottom one there's something in there. in there and if you talk to the kid in his sleep he mumbles something about a hidden drawer and so if you go back to it and click it, it'll say, oh, open the hidden drawer between the two. Yep. And inside is five gill. Yep. Did you take it? I did not. Okay. Did you, uh, we'll get we'll get to it. Did you did take you, it? No, I didn't. Okay. I have before. I have in, in the, the past. past as well. Yeah. But I don't remember what happened. And there is a difference. Yep. There is a difference. I don't even remember taking it. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was up there. Um, we also see... Uh, somebody in the slums who accuses Avalanche of being the aggressors in this whole situation. Yeah. Just kind of a NPC who's just standing there being like, you know, we're things aren't great, but it's fine. And these guys keep blowing shit up yep. and making a problem for everyone. So like Avalanche doesn't have complete support of the people in the slums. I, I, I think I wrote that down. I was like this dude, I think I wrote him down as a centrist because he's like, man, Shinra's terrible, but Avalanche like that, like right, we don't need right. that. So he's very much like, well, it could go along with what there's a line I think we skipped over in the first episode where somebody says, you know, if Avalanche at least would have blown that reactor up at night, people could have died yeah, in their sleep. Which is an important thing. Yeah. Mm. So there probably are innocent people yeah. dying in these explosions too. Yep. So, which is kind of. Yeah, it, it grazes everything a little more because it's like, right. yeah, objectively they're trying to save the planet, but they're also killing innocent people. And you kind of see more of the repercussions of that throughout this. The, the, right. what we're going to talk about today. Right, right. Um, so why don't you take us from there? 
Okay, so let's see. Um, so uh, another note that I had was there was like a weird uh, girder by the save point. This is like completely throwaway and unnecessary, but uh. there's some uh, there's some kanji on it, and I was like, I wonder what that says. So I reached out to um, some of our friends who speak Japanese, and they all kind of had a a hard time like deciphering it, but it's mm -hmm. something along the lines that I came up with like when I typed in the characters in Google Translate. Yeah. It was something like uh, destroying God. <laughs> it was like, what? yeah, like it's insane. I don't think it actually is that. Like we were trying to come up with like what it might be, but we okay. we didn't figure it out. So, I mean, if anyone... God, I hope it is that though. I hope yeah. that that is intentional and I but hope that... In a weird way, not like, oh, um, we're destroying God. I read it more as like, like the one character is Shen, which is for God, yeah. I guess. And um, it's more like, I, I would think like a God of destruction. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. There's some cool graffiti in, in this area. In this area, yeah. In, in Midgar, especially. There's just a lot of really cool stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we walk out of the slums. I'm sorry to take it back from you. but No, hey, no that's okay. So um, we walk out of the slums and the very next screen as we're getting ready to... Someone's waiting there for There's us. somebody waiting there for us. Eris has found out. And not only has she come after us, she's beaten us to where we need to go. Yep. So she's standing right there as soon as we roll up. And um, it's kind of like, hey, I can eat... I, knew you were going to try to do this you know you yeah. thought you could just leave without me knowing but well 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 yeah yeah look who's but, here. yeah look who decided to show up <laughs> that's right yeah but she's in it she's in it to win it so there's a great little bit of back and forth too cloud's like oh i couldn't ask you to go i knew it would be dangerous and she was just like are you done yeah and yeah we just like going if, yeah. if you're done she just goes are you done yeah yeah it's really good for, for being kind of an anime trope sometimes at least visually she surprises me and how sassy she is yep <laughs> we were talking about that on the the last episode that like one of the reasons that she's my favorite character in the game is because she's like so sassy mm -hmm. and she's like so quick on everything yeah she's a city yeah. girl yeah y yep exactly yeah. and you would think like oh she's you know this damsel in distress mm -hmm. and this this like strong protagonist has to save her and there's like countless times where she's just like no i can take care of myself yeah yeah and does so mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's really awesome yeah and uh so this next screen that we walk into it's a shortish screen um We'll talk real quick about how the layout of it is very confusing. Yeah. Because as I was talking to our producer, Alex, about it, uh, he was like, how do I get up these little girders? Like, how do I get to the end of this little screen? And I remember when I was younger being, being on the screen there. for like an hour and not being like, well, how do you get past? Yep. And it's just this one screen is just there's some visual elements to it, some visual design to it that's just so confusing. Yeah. And I would say probably not the best yeah it's it's definitely a product of its time where you know like atmospherically it looks really great you're like okay right. this place is really run down there's girders it's, everywhere the, there's the, no it looks like there's been a, an earthquake on a street the yeah. the street is different the potholes levels. are out of control yeah yeah there's um there looks what looks to be like earth moving equipment or that's yeah. all shut down and everything and yeah and you're kind of traversing it right yeah so and the funny thing too is if you're stuck traversing this area there's random encounters on and we run into one of the best enemies in any jrpg ever. the hell house the hell house the hell house oh, i have boy. so many pictures of hell house oh, so on my switch i love hell house i can't wait for the remake just so i can see what oh, that I, model looks i like. hope they have hell house in the I, remake if they don't I, i'm gonna return it to the store i really hope that they just keep the exact model uh, yeah. <laughs> like everything else is beautiful, like really well, great particle exactly effects, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And stuff. But then I, it's just like that 
goofy giant house I know. fighting. So, so why don't you describe it for us a little sure. bit? Let me see if I got a picture here. So okay. I can, yeah, I so I can do, do, wanna, do you want to look at mine? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, here you go. So yeah, it's just this this giant, like, or uh, this, like, small-ish house. It looks like a <laughs> shed. Yeah. But um, as you attack it, it gets more and more damaged, and then, like, some limbs come out and stuff. Like, yeah. ro- I think they're, like, robotic-looking limbs. I thought it was, like, a giant skeleton but or something. D- I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's a giant skeleton, ha- like, head that comes out at the yeah. front. Yeah, it, it's so wild. These so things are tough too. They're they're kind of assholes yeah. for real. Like they do a lot of damage. They got some good moves, and the, the names yeah. of all their moves are great. They sound yeah. like a, a '90s era wrestler where there's the suicide drop. Yeah, there's oh, the yeah. suicide drop yeah. or bomb or whatever it is. Yeah, there's yeah. the hell bomber and yeah. the hell press. It's uh, the hell press. Like the hell right. press just sounds like a yeah. wrestling heel. Like that's yeah. his finishing move, and like you don't want to be on the receiving. End right, of it. right. Well, um, you know what this reminded me of when I saw this. It, have you seen the episode of The Simpsons where Probably. there's the guy with a very tall man in the very oh, small car yes. and Nelson's yeah. laughing at him and he just goes, this is the largest automobile that I could afford. <laughs> like, Do you think that's very funny? It's so like, wow, I was, I was fighting Hell House and I was just like, how would you like it if someone hell-pressed you? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like the little vibe I get from Wave like, to the MPs. Wa- yeah, wave. Blow them kisses. <laughs> Blow them kisses. It's so good. And that's exactly what I was like. I was looking at this skull, like this like skeleton stuck in this tiny house. And just being like, that's this is so the good. largest house that I could afford. Oh, <laughs> But um, yeah. So you finish off Hell House. <laughs> There's also more of hmm. the enemies that it, we didn't we alluded to last week, but we didn't really talk about them. Uh, they're called Whole Eaters, as in like whole they're eaters. gonna eat you whole. Not not a great way yeah, to say it. Just yeah. Whole Eater. And they're whole, and when you have multiple enemies on screen, they're labeled A, B, C, on and on mm-hmm. and on. So one of our returning gags is uh, the B Whole Eater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Um, so in the next screen here, we have a, a playground, right? Mm-hmm. So we roll up on this playground, um, and Eris says, oh, it's still here, which I thought was, like, kind of, not weird, but I was like, this is two screens away from your house. Yeah. Like, which, How- I, to be fair, I don't know what's, like, two streets north of Market Street, yeah. so... Maybe that's fine that she yeah. doesn't hasn't been to this playground that, in a while. That is kind of fair. I've been through whole sections of this, or I've avoided whole sections of a city for like a year straight. Right, and right, just right. Completely forgot what was there. Yeah, yeah. So at first I was like, oh come on, this is right here. If you used to go here all the time, but then again, you know. And she also spends a lot of time, I guess, based on the intro that she's on, you know, the upper plate. So oh, that's true. I didn't even so think about that. You do see her on the there. upper plate, really. So she is actually getting to the upper plate. Yeah. To do so, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah, if she's is, is that why there's like sunlight? Then I guess I don't know if well, I her house that. is on the well bottom. when she's selling yeah. the flowers. It's like, the very oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, so yeah, that could be. You know, she spent her time doing that, and she also got Grubhub recently, so she never goes out to you. Yeah, well, just, why bother? Yeah, bring it right to your hell house. Exactly. Yeah. She, seems, she seems more. <laughs> she seems more like the type that would have Grubhub as like her app that she does as a gig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She would be the delivery. Yeah, yeah. The, gig, the gig economy is rough, but she's, <laughs> she's making the best of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so um, so pretty immediately, uh, she's like, she turns around, and she looks at Cloud, and she goes, 
oh, I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, no, I'm so far away from home. Whatever will I do or whatever, you know, and it kind of making fun of Cloud, you know. Yep. And you have an option again to say take her home or go on to Sector 7. So she's once again being like, oh, you think I'm just going to break down because I'm far away from home. But that's not the case. And so I, I chose go on to Sector 7. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, I think I did the same. Yeah. Um, so why don't you, you're, you're better at doing like the, the talky bit. So why don't you tell us about, uh, kind of what they do while they're at the playground? Sure. So they, uh, they kind of just sit on top of the, the cute slide that is like a, like a cat or something. Yeah. And, um, they they just get to talking and, uh, she mentions that she, um, she used to have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't remember if she says he, if there's any kind of, if she like, is reminded of him for any reason, but um, uh, I believe she said he was in soldier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're they're having a conversation, and he's like, "Oh, wait, I might have I might have known him." And right. he's like, "Oh, were you guys like serious?" And she's like, "No, not really, but I I did like him for a while." So right. she's like, "Oh, yeah, I had a boyfriend. He was in soldier," but she's kind of like downplaying it a little. Bit. Right. Right. And she also asked Cloud what rank he was. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, first class." But he has a moment. He does have a moment where, where that translucent thinking, and text comes the, up. Mm -hmm. It's his first class. Yep. So you get this. So whoever he's talking to in these flashbacks gave him the information first class. Yeah. So even you know even this early in the game, more and more we're seeing that like Cloud maybe not all there, and there's somebody in his there's head kind of feeding on, him information yeah. or something. Yeah. And, but an interesting thing is that Era says, "Oh, like like first class. That's just a, the same as him." I yeah. Think that's yeah. actually what what leads her to talking about her boyfriend, her first boyfriend. Right. Right. Yep. Um, and then they're interrupted. Rudely. Rudely interrupted by the gate to Sector 7 opening up mm -hmm. and out coming. I don't know. How would you describe it? It's a very weird circus-looking, like, <laughs> carriage that's uh, like a horse-drawn carriage, but it's being drawn by a chocobo. A purple chocobo. Is it purple? Oh. A purple chocobo fuck wagon. Yeah. You might say. Oh, yeah. It's like the Kill Bill thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh interestingly someone's on the back of it yes actually is it purple i didn't it's got a purple top and floor the uh the, the oh. screenshot that i have has a uh a text box over it oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's it has red walls and then the sea the, the roof is actually purple on yeah it. oh i yeah. thought you meant a purple chocobo no no, no no the chocobo is yellow my my mistake it, the the fuck wagon is purple yeah the chocobo is your standard yellow, yellow. your standard yellow classic your classic yellow good fuck as it chocobo. Gets. that's the one uh, <laughs> but like, yeah so on the back of it is tifa mm -hmm. all right and she she's in not her normal wear right she's, right she's in like a blue dressed. dress mm -hmm. yeah, yeah sorry go ahead no that's that's what i was gonna say <laughs> uh, so yeah. cloud screams out and he's like tifa yeah and i think that opens up a little bit of dialogue too with uh with Aerith, right yeah, yeah, I don't remember the ex exactly what it is. Well, I, well, Aerith does say like, "Oh, she looked kind of weird." Like she's like she looked right. odd. But like I, I didn't get that as in like the way of like, oh, like she like oh, that's the girl that you were talking that, about. Like I think oh, that's I, the context that I got the first time around, and then yeah. seeing it again, I'm like, oh, well, she doesn't sound too judgy. Yeah, and especially yeah. like with how like their interactions kind of play out, like going forward, um, right. like it, it looks like she's more like, oh no, like she like there's something wrong, like she. Like she maybe like the like woman's intuition or something. She knows that like this isn't a good situation for Tifa to be in. Right, right. You know they should probably do something. Right, right. Again, she she just knows the city that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yep. the very next section, like where they're heading and the way that we we go next, is toward Wall Market, 
the Sector 5 slums, I think, is Wall Market. Is that right? I was Sector 5, if I remember right. I yeah, it is 5, yeah. yeah. Um, so we walk into Sector 5 and... New song. New song plays. What is the song? It's uh, I think the title is Oppressed People slash The Oppressed, and it's just a bad Okay, Medical all right. Little Yo, baseline. Dope. Like, dope. Yeah. All right. Um, so this place, mm-hmm. I, someone else describe it. Someone with better words. Um, I'll it's not a, good, <laughs> not, not a good place. Yeah, not, not a great place. Um, it's like the, the bad part of town. Something Eris says as soon as you walk in, like the opening dialogue box is, mm-hmm. this place is scary in a lot of ways, especially for a girl. So we've got to find Tifa fast. Fast. Yeah. I mean, it's like red light district extreme. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows you how rough life is in the slums, that this is just here and accepted, especially like with the interactions that you can have with some of the NPCs. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, there's some there's <laughs> some real scumbags here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like one of the first ones you can talk to is just a guy walking around. He is referring to Aerith and he calls her a heifer. Yeah. He's yeah, like, he's that's a, a nice heifer you got there. And I think he says like, oh, you should take her to the take her to the dawn. Yeah. Take her to the dawn. You'll get a mint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. his words. And it's so just like, he's like, hey, man, you got a good looking girl. Why don't you take her to the dawn? He'll pay you. Yeah. So like, which is not. Yeah, with for for somebody just walking down the street to mm-hmm. be like, hey, that's just what we do here. It's normal, you know. You can kind of get the feeling of what kind of area this is. Um, so uh, there's there's a lot of uh, places in this um, in this part like part uh, like minor things where there's a little side quest that you end up having to go on. I don't yeah. know if we have to necessarily talk about all of them. Did you want to? Or? Right. Uh, like the item shop is really fun. It's got some charm. Is that the one with the computer in it? Yeah. So there's. I a- wanted to talk about the item shop. Yeah. 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 Oh, you want to do okay? Yeah. No, go, go um, right ahead. Yeah. So there is a tent in the middle of Wall Market that just says "item" in real big letters on it, and I was like, "Oh, sick!" An buy item shop. Like, we'll we'll go in there and buy items for the area. And there's just a computer in the middle of the room and a bunch of gadgetry on the walls, right? And and then at the very very top of the room, there is just a mini gun hanging there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you walk up, and I was like, "Okay, well, it's gonna be like." Like Wawa here in Philadelphia, you just walk up to the computer screen, you dial up what you want, and then it gets served to you. We'll just dial up some potions, and Get it'll be good. A, a freshly made salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hoagie fest. We're gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> get a turkey with a sauce on it. Oh, yeah. um, so you walk up to it, and Cloud does a little boop, 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 hits the buttons, and then the minigun activates <laughs> as soon as he's done pressing the buttons aims right where he's standing and he's able to see it and he jumps out of the way and it just fires on that spot and cloud just says broken yeah like his reaction is so good like yeah like, just his like you know soldier reflex is just kicking and he's like he gets out of the way of fire and he's just like eh, broken yeah those are some good reflexes though oh yeah 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 he just completely like no sells and he's like eh, it's, yeah yeah, like, he's always hamming stuff up and like doing cartwheels off of trains when he doesn't have him <laughs> stuff like very anime you know but in in this it's like he's not really doing it for show maybe that's just the way he actually is like, right right so let's I tell you what let's talk about uh, a bit of instead of talking about each of the individual places we'll talk about the mission that leads yeah. us to these individual yeah. places so we know that um uh tifa entered the city 
And if you talk to a certain NPC, he goes, oh, Tifa, that's the new girl that the that just arrived. Yeah. And she has an interview with the Don right now. Mm -hmm. and so we hear about Don Corneo for the first time. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think uh, so. Corneo. Corneo. Corneo, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is a very Beavis and Butthead area of the game. Very, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we learned that Tifa's has an interview with him right now, and you learn that he's the owner of the Honey Bee Inn, yeah. which is a gentleman's club, I guess you would say. Yeah. It's a lot of things a, all rolled yeah. up in one. Hotel. Which, which, let's get into that in a second yeah, once yeah, we yeah. get onto the mission. Yeah. But, so we kind of learn where we need to go, right? So we go to the Don's mansion, mm -hmm. right? And uh, the gentleman outside says, no men allowed. You can't come in here. You know, like the Don only sees women, and I don't even know who you all are. He, right? he actually says the, the Don doesn't like men. Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah, yeah which no. it starts to kind of get into the territory of just being like, ooh, like some of this doesn't really age well, and that's kind of where we're going now. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, so he, I think, does does he say that Eris can come in right there? I can't remember. No, no, you just get turned away. Okay. So and, and then, then kind of, I think that's the trigger to start this this side quest. Yeah, and so so Eris and Cloud have a little aside to each other where Cloud's he's lamenting that he can't get in. He's like, how are we going to save Tifa? I can't get in there. We could bust up the place, but mm -hmm. I don't know if that'll go really well. And Eris just starts laughing, right? Like, while they're talking. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, well, hey, what's so funny? And what, yeah, go ahead. He's like, my friend is in danger. Why are you laughing right yeah. now? Like, we're, <laughs> you're the one who told us to go fast. No, but she she's laughing and she says, um, let me see if I have the dialogue here, but she... She she has an idea. She says, uh, Cloud, why don't you dress up like a girl? It's the only way. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> I just love how fast she comes up with that idea, too. Mm -hmm. Like, she had this plan the whole time. I know. Yep. It's, yeah. She had the plan the whole time since she first saw Cloud, and she was just like, man, I would love to see him in a dress. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the excuse. That's how quickly she comes up with it. Um, so... Without Cloud's consent, she runs up to the the guard and says, "Hey, I have a hot friend, so I'm gonna go get her, and we're gonna both come back." Yeah. And you know, Cloud's like, "No, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. I'm too embarrassed." You know, so he doesn't want to do it. And this sends you on a mini game uh, of visiting all the different places in Wall Market and doing a lot of like scuzzy, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like uh, yeah. the behavior you would expect to. Uh, mints on in a red light district yeah so one of the first things that i did was uh you go into like this like this uh diner or like bar kind of area yeah where um, they tell you to sit anywhere and there's only there's one only seat one open seat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you go there and you can you can order uh i think there's like three items on the menu mm -hmm. um and i think that all you have to really do here is just order it and say something nice about it yeah that's it you can all three i tried all three i did all the different yeah options i think it's all the same it's like 70 gil for each of them and then if yeah. you um if you say like oh it wasn't that bad like they're like oh thanks here you can have this pharmacy uh coupon, coupon yeah yeah and uh with the pharmacy coupon you can use it to buy some digestive to give to somebody who has is you, it the run you can actually buy a, a couple of things you can you can trade it for um digestive uh, di yeah digestive <laughs> um deodorant and there's there's another one that's a, like a d i can't remember can you do anything with those i don't think so i think it just i think it okay. just like gets you don't get the key item that helps you okay um, yeah because there's somebody in the bar who i don't i was ever they throwing up or I, they're would, throwing up it at was, first yeah because he's bent over the toilet yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah and, and they, you it, give it to them and then they go oh thanks and it immediately fixes their throwing up they yeah. just like are like oh that was 
that was great. <laughs> and they just leave and walk out of the bathroom, and the guy behind you runs into the bathroom Run, real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can actually go back into the bathroom and open the door, and, he just, and it just says, whoops. And the guy's, like, standing there. It's pretty now, good. Going back to the food bar real quick, there yeah. was one thing I noted, which one of the three things you can order is a Korean barbecue plate. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. There's no Korea in this world. <laughs> There's a Texas, There's a Texas in this yeah. world. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that last time that like Final Fantasy 7 is canon Earth. Like it absolutely is. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, Korean barbecue. Isn't that where you like have like the meats brought out to you and you throw it on the thing yourself? Like Oh that... yeah, yeah, like this isn't nice. I thought you were getting like semantics. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, disinfectants, the other thing that you can get. Okay, all right. Again, it doesn't yeah. matter. I just thought it was funny that I've really wanted to pick deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> um and actually uh, the the bar where you give the person the digestive, you actually meet the dressmaker. Mm -hmm. Who's there? His uh, son or his daughter? Right? Daughter. His daughter. I believe. Yeah, tells you. Did, to, like, did we talk about the item that you get for giving the digestive to the? Uh, I think it's a, a, a like waitress or something who's who's there. Oh, okay. I, yeah. So if you give her the digestive, I think she gives you sexy cologne. Is that what? It is? Mm, I do remember. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So you get you get various items as you complete these different piece of the minigame right and like some of them i think are funnier than others but like i don't remember each one but if you do and you want to say them that's fine because no, like i, I said i don't yeah, i don't remember them. There, there's a lot of good dialogue in here but uh, i don't think it's, yeah it, we don't have to go into each yeah. line of dialogue so uh so you find the dressmaker who agrees to make cloud a dress after eris pushes cloud away and says yeah go go to the bar have a drink and says hey my friend has always wanted to wear a dress and the uh, dressmaker's like what a, a a big guy like him? Was yeah. there a tough-looking guy like him? Was wear a dress? He and seems he... surprised about it, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I'll yeah. Why later? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he he agrees to do it. He's like, all right, I'll make it. I'll make a dress. Let's do it. He says he's been in a funk. He hasn't wanted to make any dresses. Yeah. Recently. He he was actually the guy at the bar who I think he just says, "Man, times are tough." He is the guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just says, "Man, times are tough." If you talk to him beforehand. Yep. Um. So I tell you what, are we far in enough to get to the honeybee inn? Yeah, I mean, you collect a couple items. You get a uh, yeah a, a dress made for you, or mm -hmm. yeah, dress. Um, the first time you try it on, you had to go get the wig at the gym. Yeah, Let's do the gym first. The gym's the a gym. shorter thing to talk about. Yeah, so the, gym the gym is gym. the gym is my yeah. favorite part. Like anytime I've gone to any gym since playing that in high school, I've yeah. always thought of that. Here, so here's what I wanted to ask you all. This is my my thing I've been thinking about all week. All right, mm -hmm. and I could be wrong, so I'm ready to just sit back and take everybody's opinion. And just discard my own. I'm ready for it, right? Mm -hmm. And it could be just the way I read the gym, like when I when we do the side quest. I thought the gym held up very well for like in uh in like a social context mm -hmm. for the reason that it, they didn't necessarily play as a joke to me. I thought that I was like, okay, all these characters are doing their thing, they're who they are, and a bunch of masculine dudes are very, very cool with just calling each other cute. Yeah. Or they're, they're like, yo, Jojo. unless you work out, you'll never be as cute, as beautiful, bro. And I was just like, that actually works out very well. Like, you know, I, I, I love don't know. it, too, because they're so supportive of each other. Yeah. yeah. Is that, yeah, I was like, how do you all feel about that? So, uh, that's, yeah, I wanted to talk about that, too, because it's like, I feel like um, I, I was kind of expecting it to be, like, a lot of it kind of feels like it was played up a little bit for laughs. Like, oh, mm -hmm. like Cloud, like a big tough guy like him wearing a dress. That's so weird, which like, yeah. isn't great just as itself. Like, let yeah. people wear whatever they want to wear. Um, 
but it's also the thing where like his friend is at the gym his friend is i think big bro and he's like oh you're just like my friend like go and talk to him so right. you go there so, but yeah like I, I i was kind of dreading it i was like oh this is really gonna not be great like yeah. they kind of uh, it, it it seems like they are a lot more accepting than like what I remember. Yeah, like, I don't know if it was just like context of the times when you I know. What's it. funny is that I bet at the time that it read a little bit more humorous in a yeah. way that like they maybe were kind of making it a joke, but like I I feel like in 2019 there's like this sincerity is okay now yeah and, and like acceptance. the words that they're using are actually quite sincere mm-hmm. yeah and so it actually plays better than they probably intended yeah and yeah. we can't really say like what um the you know the developers of the localization team or whoever wrote this plot that we're seeing like we can't really say what their intentions were like it's kind of played up for laughs but we don't know how much of that is like necessarily like a homophobic kind of laugh that they're trying to go to right it's also like important to kind of look at the time when that was going on where it's like big movies in the 90s were like austin powers and Mm. east ventura which like kind of that was a a butt of the joke is like oh your mother is a man and all of that yeah Mm -hmm. and just like if you go back and watch the first ace ventura it's just yeah the the punchline of the movie like the big like reveal of the movie is just like very transphobic Yeah. yeah so it's like it's hard to say like like you said i was actually surprised i was like oh that's not as bad as i remembered or was expecting it to be because it might have been that they were trying to like do that with this and make it funny but it didn't really read that way like we're we're how about we just say we're gonna read it as this is a very accepting yeah group of people and they do you have anything else to i was really just i was going back on the whole like how supportive like all the gym bros are it's like they they're not like dogging on each other or anything like that and it 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 is exactly how you said where it's like just any like no matter no matter how you look at the context, they're actually kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and during which you play a squatting mini game, which is which amazing. Love it. It's so good. Yeah, you just have three buttons that you push to complete a squat, and you have to <laughs> do more. Just squats. like real life. Exactly. Exactly. I don't do squats. I, I, I do, assume I, that's how they're. I do do squats, and it's. I started taking Muay Thai, so I like the the first time I walked into this Muay Thai gym, <laughs> and I saw the just the the ring. I was just like. Oh, it's just like an FF7. <laughs> and, and we like, have to do squats. And every now and again, when you're already like in down position, you hit the wrong button and you just kind of stand up immediately and shrug and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, the, the opponent that you're squatting against does the same thing. Yeah. 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 So um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird timing. It's not as weird as like the button pressing mini game in the last episode. Yeah. I, I kind of noticed that if I hit like Y three times, B three times and then A three times. You can like, kind of buffer it. Yeah, yeah I exactly. That too. But the, yeah, there's like, yeah, but. Yeah. Fun mini game. Um, did you did you beat it on your first try? Yes, okay. I've never lost. I've never lost the squat. Nice. So that's yeah. I did. I, I did it on my first try. Um, let's see here. So, uh, maybe w- the I think the only other real place to talk about before we get to the honeybee end, we may as well just do them all. Then is the uh, the materia shop, which I only knew was called the materia shop because I looked it up online because yeah. I don't think you can buy a materia there. Um, but it's the guy who asks you to buy something from the inn. And so you you walk oh, in yeah. and he goes, oh, hey, buddy, uh, you know, I kind of want to have a conversation with you. And he clearly is like a little bit uh, hesitant to talk to you because of Eris. Yeah. So she kind of goes, all right, fine. And kind of like her puts her fingers in her ears. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he says, hey, I'm in competition with the inn owner. We had an argument and he won't let me in there anymore. I need to know what he's selling in the vending machine. So do me a solid. Go there. Spend the night and get whatever's in the vending machine. Right. 
And uh, what's great about this is that if you do it and you buy the most expensive one, you bring it back and he thanks you and he gives you another item, which I can't remember what the item was. I'm not, I completely forgot about that. I was yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to do this. Diamond Tierra is what he gives you. That makes sense, yeah. But what's great about it is that the item that you get plays different in the different translations, right? So we have a power drink set, right? It's like, oh, okay, and it, which, which makes sense, right? Like that's something you could buy in like a Japanese convenience store or <laughs> in one of their uh, vending machines, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I can't remember the exact specifics, but in Japanese, it's more like golden drink set. And the kanji is more like golden energy or like youthful energy, right? And so it's probably like a, uh, what would you call that? A, um, a piss drink? A wiener hardening oh, beverage. Oh, so like golden. A a supplement yeah. sort of thing like a liquid sub, uh, supplement yeah. yeah yeah it's probably something like that which uh interestingly enough if i remember correctly uh testicles in japanese is kintama which is golden balls and right. so you see like gold a lot when they're talking about like virility aids uh, and stuff like that probably like similar to like family jewels i guess kind of. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so did not know any yeah a little interesting thing yeah. about that uh but yeah then we get to the honeybee in and uh i will let either of you Take yeah, um, yeah, it's it's awful <laughs> for the most part. It's um, which to, and to I'm sorry to interject, no, but to be clear, it is also an an off. It's awful, but it's also an awful area yeah. too, right? So like, while a lot of it doesn't play very well, I I don't want to say I give them leniency in a lot of ways, but like they're tr trying in some way to say like this is crappy. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So like absolutely. I mean it kind of just shows you how bad things are in the slums. Right, right. But yeah, I just wanted to say that and again that's not yeah. my opinion of the whole thing or the right. defense or anything. I just wanted to throw that out there before anybody else, you know, yeah. listening to this podcast. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean and the reason uh the the note that I'm looking at here with why I'm just like oh yeah, this place is awful. It's like one of the first things that I think someone says to you is that uh, it's customary for all new girls to be taken to the Don's mansion. Yeah. And it's like, so you kind of get an idea of what this inn actually is. Right, right. Yeah, which, I mean, you can see the uh, the symbols on the doorway, the little two flaps are the symbols for woman. Okay, right? yeah. And so it's pretty glaringly like, hey, this is the gentleman's club. This is the place where we have a bunch of women here, yeah, right? And yeah, that disturbing line of like, before they can even work here, they have to go to the Don. Yeah. Right. And like that implies some other uh, seedy behavior. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's like it's not it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's something I wanted to talk about this time. I don't think we brought it up last time is Johnny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's this like kind of recurring NPC. I don't remember if we mentioned him last. We week. didn't. And I couldn't believe that we forgot because. But yeah, yeah. Outside of uh, Seventh Heaven, Tifa's bar uh, yeah. is like a small like family's house. And they keep talking about their son that they miss and everything. And, yeah. And uh, like it's I think you got to like kind of read into it. But it ends up that that's Johnny. And then mm -hmm. you kind of hear about him on your way to the slums. And yeah. Everything. He's and, somebody having adventures like while you're having adventures, but your adventures never really coincide. You just every now and again run into him. Until now. Until now. So he's outside in line at the Honeybee Inn. Right, having some cold feet about it. Yeah, and he's like not sure if he wants to go into this like brothel, and he's yeah. he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. And he asks for your advice. Yeah. And he yeah. says like, oh, like are uh, are oh, you here for that? Like he, as well? he recognizes you, and he's like, oh, are you here for that? Yeah. And you can you can say that like, yeah, you're here for that, or you can say I'm not gonna get brought down to your level like don't bring me down to your level right. there really should be a third option like uh here for what oh yeah, yeah like you don't know yeah <laughs> don't play it off you've never seen me 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, and right. If you if you say like, yeah, I'm here to do that, he's like, wow, really? Like you brought a girl here? <laughs> you're gonna be going to this place, and also like your Tifa's childhood friend. Like, what kind of guy are you? Right, right. Kind of just underscores, you know, like the seediness of this place. Right, right. Um, so you do get to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy outside who has a uh, a card, a membership card, and yeah. he can't decide if he wants to use it or not. So he just gives it to you, and he goes, I can't deal with this pressure. You just you do it. And so um, I guess you, that's one good thing, too, is that it's like every every guy here is like kind of like pervy and yeah. kind of weird. And Except stuff. for the the dude kicking the wall. Yeah, the crust punk. The crust punk. The same <laughs> model as the guy on the train. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's just angry that he can't get in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So um, so he's allowed to go in. Eris waits outside um, and. Eris waits outside and every guy there starts like moving immediately so talking to it's her. hard to get a read on these guys because they're so like they see a girl and they're like they're like the cartoon wolf that has yeah. like the eyes jump yeah. out and his, his yeah. like tongue like flailing which and stuff. we'll come back to that scene once Wooga, we Wooga. leave the honeybee yeah, yeah. and to a pretty hilarious conclusion yeah a great uh, yeah a great yeah movie. yeah but, but yeah but yeah. they're also like very sheepish about going into this brothel and everything right so you, so you go in um and in this place all the the women there are dressed as bees. Mm-hmm. They'll have like bee outfits very on. Bee very bee themed. They very bee themed. And one immediately comes up to you and goes, "Oh, hey, you know, choose one of the rooms that you want to use." And with, it's funny that every time you talk to any of the girls working there, they always have a line for you, mm-hmm. and then a line they've spoken back to themselves, like kind of like either a thought or something that they're yeah, like you kind of get... like saying under their breath. Mm-hmm. And it's always like. Oh, these guys are such freaks. Oh, they're so moody every time. You know? I, I think my favorite one, uh, she says, uh, oh, God, here's another one of those guys. You know, the delicate type. Just yeah. ignore him. Just ignore yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he wh- says, oh, I, I guess he doesn't realize his position. I feel sorry for him. So that's a, that, I would say that that's actually a good thing that these these girls working here are mm. very like they seem like pretty empowered like they're like oh god it's another one of these like men and stuff but yeah, at least at least they're uh cognitively in charge of yeah you know what i mean exactly. like I, like we I, don't know this we can't really say what the circumstances right we know the circumstances that tief is here right. sort of so like i would say it's still out. probably not good since the dawn's in control of it Abs- right? absolutely that's yeah. the thing like 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 nothing wrong with sex work. Like I'm gonna say that I don't. I don't speak for everyone, but like no, you, you speak for everybody here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're ve- yeah, yeah. Like, like, like we're gonna go ahead that, and make that that we'll plant that flag on this podcast early. Yeah, yeah. like we, no no shame to like sex workers or anything like that, unless right. you're like Don Corneo or Corneo or whatever. It is. Right, like, who's right. A massive who is piece just, of shit? Well, who is just profiting off of yeah, it and he, nothing else? Yeah. He like he's not actually performing sex work. He's yeah just profiting off of it. Yeah, he's the work. pimp. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So um, one of my favorite things is you get the option of these four rooms, but only two of them are open. Right. So I would love to talk about these closed rooms. Let's talk about the less hilarious one okay. first, which is just two elderly people mm-hmm. whose son has bought them a night in this hotel. It was like, hey, you know, y'all are old. You're never alone. Here, I bought you a night in the Honeybee Inn. Just enjoy this hot tub and room, yeah. right? And it's funny because they're talking to each other and kind of reminiscing about that and just being like, that's eh, not really for us. I'm not really comfortable in this place. This is kind of weird. <laughs> What's funny, too, is they call it the big city. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we feel bad our, our son got us this in the big city, but like, yeah, they're yeah. not into it. Yeah. 
I, I don't think I've ever done this before. I think I just kind of like always rushed through this part to get to the next part. Yeah. And I had, I don't remember this at all. And when I got to the other room, I love the I other room so much. I wrote down what the fuck I love. Yo, I, my favorite line. Okay. Hold on. Let me, okay. <clears throat> so just so you know, cloud is looking through the peephole of these rooms mm -hmm. to give a little more context. He's, he walks up to the room and says he hears something and you can choose to look through the peephole. That's how he sees the elderly people just sitting there talking and having that conversation. And so you go to the other room, you look through the peephole, and you can hear what, and see what's going on in this room. And yo, what the fuck is happening in this room? I honestly don't know. What the fuck is know. happening I, in this room? Can I say one of the lines yeah. out loud that happens from this line? Yes, I, I know the one you're going to say. Okay, it's the curse of the resurrected Satan. Our beloved queen does not awaken. <laughs> so not only is Texas and Korea is real or are real, the Christian devil <laughs> is also canon. Final Fantasy so, Seven. <laughs> uh, so is there? An, I mean, like I, I haven't seen this scene for a while. So if you can remind me, is it more like a like? Are they practicing a play? Are it they... looks like they are doing like like a play ritual. Okay. Yeah, because the the person playing the king is President Shinra. Yep. Yep. This is what President oh. Shinra is doing for fun in his free time, and you get to hear the managers with him and discussing it. And they're discussing it like it's strictly business. They're just like, like, uh, I'm so disgusted with the president. This happens every time we come to Midgar yeah. on, on business <laughs> yeah. and stuff. So they're like, so at first I was like, is there like a ritual happening here and stuff? But then like, <clears throat> it's, it's clear that it's just kind of like, this is how President Shinra gets his kicks and... Right. Just a weird he dude. gets his kicks by dressing up as a king and mm -hmm. having somebody laying on the bed acting like they're sleeping. I assume that they're acting like they're sleeping and yeah. nothing else more nefarious. Yeah. I, I but, mean, he probably could ritually I mean, have kill you seen this man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just says the wildest shit. Yeah. And it's 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 it's, it's nice cuz you got like the peephole thing that you're looking through yeah. and, and and there's like a red um like yeah. filter over everything. Yeah. And it's playing like a really weird song from later on in the soundtrack it's the one where there's there's a part where you stay at another hotel that's like a haunted house theme and yeah it's just this spooky song right like, right it, it's so fucked up but i yeah. love it i love that they put that in there and like it's hilarious actually right I, like it's actually very funny i think yeah it, it's very funny but i think there's also some details in it that um are like significant to the plot. Oh, tell me. So um, he says, a legend has been passed on through generations. They oh, sought the right. promised that's land. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So he's talking about the promised land, which I think is the first mention of this so far in the game. One with blue eyes and a great white sword on his back. Oh. Will, will not lead us to the promised land. So like, oh. so yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this other than. I guess, I get, does Severoth have blue eyes? I nope. Green. Green eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got the Mako eyes. Mako, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you say M A K O? I used to say Mako. I, I'm going with Mako at this point. Yeah. Which I is weird because I refuse to say Aerith. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, man, I said Mako last here. episode, and now I'm trying to say Mako. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll be inconsistent with it. <laughs> right. I feel like the plot of this as, game is in, 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 yeah, inconsistent. Yeah. So we. As long as we're fun. consistently inconsistent, exactly. nobody can point out the way we say something because we say it every way. Mm. Um. So yeah, I think that's. Uh, oh no, we. Um, no, we so haven't actually done go, what you do here. Yeah, so there's the two rooms that you can go to. Right. One of them, I think, is called the fuck room. It, uh, it's uh, the love room. Okay. In 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 Japanese, what okay. it is is the love room, and when it when they brought it over here, it's the four random symbols signifying yeah. a swear word. Which room. I think is something that Barrett also always says. Yeah. 
but if it's love and like like love right. hotels in Japan are you know this right like, this, right. like the honeybee fuck ant. rooms yeah so yeah. I think it, yeah it's there supposed were to be a the few f bombs in this game weren't there I don't remember I think I, Sid says shit. There's a shit. shit. Okay. I, there's, there's shit. Damn. It's like PG-13 rules. Like, yeah. Yeah. They get yeah. one fuck, but I don't think they actually say it. Yeah, right, right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Yeah, so uh, which room did you choose? Because there's also, I think, the group room. Okay, so I chose group room. Okay, good. Wait. I, I chose the fuck room. Okay, so can we do yours first? Because I'd like to spend at least just a minute on mine. Sure. I mean, uh, you kind of just walk in, and it's like an empty room. I don't think there's really too much to say about it, but um, in the corner like cowering is like a ghost of cloud yeah so um you go up to him and it's like the white dialogue again it's uh and he's like what are you doing in a place like this and then he starts like freaking out he's like grabbing his head and he's hearing that noise again. yeah yeah um and then it says that's what i wanted to ask you should you be fooling around here and you know just like kind of more back and forth and then the ghost cloud stands up and picks up his buster sword and is about to like hit cloud with it and just gets like absorbed into cloud. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, um, and then someone says, Oh no. And like the, the hostess who like brought you in. Yeah. You black out, right? Yeah. yeah. She, you black, the screen goes black. She says, Oh no, she comes running in and yeah. And you find our new favorite character, Mookie. Yeah. Mookie. Uh, yeah. On top of Cloud, it looks like he's beating the crap out of him. I heard somebody yeah. else say it was a back massage or whatever. So or when it, yeah, when it starts out, um, you just hear a lot of like, oh, like back and forth. You don't know who's talking, but it's uh, like they're trying to. It sounds like they're trying to wake Cloud up, and it starts off right. with rub, 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 rub. Yeah, right. Thump, pound, thump, pound, poik, poik, squish, and then <laughs> wake up, and then uh, it it goes back to not being black anymore, and you're on the bed. And there's this big guy on you who's just wailing on you and yeah, just beating the heck the, the hell out of you. Mm -hmm. it, so I I did uh, look into a little bit of the translation here. I watched more of that uh, Let's Mosey show or whatever, and he kind of explained there that um, when when uh, Mookie, who's this this large mustachioed man mm -hmm. who works at the Honey Bee Inn, um, when he rolls off of you is which is hilarious because he gets into like a reclined position with his head behind his you know his hand yeah. behind his head and he winks at the camera instead of blinking like everybody <laughs> else does nice. um and he goes wait he says um you can't get nervous right yeah. and then uh and then the hostess is like oh there are adult things happening in here she says like you know oh there's the adult things going on yeah he, um, he also calls you bubby i think he does call you bubby <laughs> and um in the Japanese, what it would more accurate or, or what a more accurate translation would be of that is he goes, you know, don't get nervous because you're in a, this like love hotel room that you're getting nervous and that's why you blacked out. And the oh, there's adult things happening is more like, don't worry about it. This happens to adults all the time. So like. Even though you came into this room, you know, you couldn't handle the pressure. You couldn't perform sexually and you blacked out. Yeah. And like, don't worry about it. That happens to adults. Yeah. You know, and that, that's kind of what they're implying there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of in, in the same realm of what we were talking about, where it's like, I, I was like kind of worried, like, oh, this won't like age particularly well and stuff. But it's, I think it's kind of all how you look at it. And yeah. like you were saying earlier, Ollie, like it's kind of just like everyone seems pretty okay and, and open with all of this. So it's like, Oh, okay. So right. It's right. not being played up for like a, a homophobic laugh necessarily. Yeah. Right. Um, so the group room, so the group room is what I picked. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you, do you know what happened? I in the group can't room? remember. Oh no. my gosh. Okay. So you go into the group room, uh, and the hostess says, 
um, so you must not like being alone. Is that right? And you have some options of like, I've always been alone. Or like, you know, yeah. like, that's right. Um, mustache dudes in, in these like skin tight suits, right? And they all come I mean, in and like, they're like, uh, uh, What's the, the singlets and stuff? Singlets, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, some of them are in, like, trunks. Some of them are. But it's uh, Mookie is, again, the one who's leading it, right? And uh, they come in, and they're like, hey, Bubby, how's it going? We're going we're gonna to have some fun time, you know, you and I. And Cloud goes, well, what have I gotten myself into? And uh, you can choose to, like, make a break for it or just, like, no, this is to save Tifa. And so I picked, no, this is to save yeah. Tifa. And the camera pans up just far enough that you can just see the tops of everybody's heads so you can't see their body and you get the feeling that they're all like undressing cloud and so they're like and and as soon as they like undress them someone says "Ooh, we look at that <laughs> and, oh. and so i assume they're taking a look at, at cloud's sausages the ding, the ding dong his ding dong his packaged meats and um so so would you say that this could be translated as impressed or like oh mm. i don't know i hold on, i i think i wrote it down that it was like a wow if i remember which i think wow would be oh yeah sorry yeah they said wow would you look at that is how they say it okay. and so like it's I either it sounds, they're trying to flatter him or uh, yeah yeah who knows um and in my notes i spelled penis pepsi because that's how i I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna consult Deviant Art and see, see <laughs> yeah we'll uh, see what it says. see what how how well endowed yeah that is. surely they must know <laughs> so they put the experts at, down at uh, Deviant Art probably yeah. know so they put them in the hot tub and then the screen comes back down and the hot tub is small like it's it's only like a fourth of the screen but all ten dudes and Cloud are all in it at the same time and the Cloud is like mostly submerged and they're like oh Bubby don't be so tense Bubby and they start giving him a rub down right and so Cloud starts counting backward from ten and he's like alright after ten I'm gonna get out of this hot tub right and then like you have an interesting like it's kind of minor but like a little back and forth between Mookie and Cloud where he's like hey you know you're like less than half of my age you know like you you should like get out and do things. You should you know you should enjoy the world. And he goes, you know what? I actually have like a youth club that I'm part of. If you want to join it, oh, that's awesome. And like, at first, it, it it could be taken as kind of like, oh, do you want to join the you know Mookie's adult right, right. club for baby boys or whatever? But um, we're gonna I'd, take it the other way. Yeah. Well, what I'd heard somebody say is that in the Japanese that it wouldn't be so weird that it yeah. would be kind of like a youth club because mm, that's like yeah. a thing. I was also gonna bring up. It all depends on context again because in Japan, like like bathhouses for men or like same sex bathhouses are completely normal. Like it's, right. it's, it's just it's a, thing. a different it's, context yeah. than what we use here. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like here. I mean, I feel like just America as a country is just kind of so homophobic, just like yeah. culturally that like something like that, even something like where people are like, Oh, like you can't even call me cute versus the, the big guys in the gym who are like, Oh, big bro. You're the cutest. Like I want to be cute. Like big bro. I it's, got, yo, I, where I not, not to name the place that I work at, but I remember someone someone time saying like, yo, if you say another man's shoes look good, then you are gay. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I can tell you like the brands of everybody's shoes in this place. And I am incredibly heterosexual, but like there's nothing gay about being like, yo, yeah. those I shoes mean, look great. You know how you look good? You know how you learn how to look good? You see other men who look good and you learn how to dress like them. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? How, how recent was this? Like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> See, and I think like, that's the thing. Like, I, I remember being really worried about, like, having to talk about this episode just because, like, you know, like, I'm a heterosexual guy. Like, I have no right. like, real, like, like expertise to talk about, like, this sort of stuff and if, mm. it, if it's bad or good or whatever. But, like, 
I think it's just a context thing. I think like in Japan, this might not have been like we're we were seeing it like when I played it in high school, I might have saw this as like, a, you know, playing it up for laughs because of things like uh, Ace Ventura or, or uh, right. Awesome Powers and that sort of thing where it's like that was always the 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 punchline of a joke was just mm. kind of homophobic or transphobic and stuff. But right. in Japan, I don't think it's it might not have been written that way. And maybe, you know, we I might have saw it that way because of just. The, you know when i was in high school the same sort of thing like you yeah. weren't allowed to be like oh you look really good today well, it's like what are you gay like yeah well, i was kind of curious what was your take on this ollie um well i mean i, I am gay uh gay cis male um <laughs> i like i agree with you like it's it's all context and i was gonna say earlier that it's not even just a homophobic thing but like just the fact that this country is way more sexually repre- uh, repressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are some weird oddities as far as like how Japan, from what I understand, treats homosexuality, but overall it's not been as big of a deal as it ever was here. Mm. Yeah. Um, for the most part, like, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the honey be in uh, for myself, but I-, I think a lot of it is like slight humor, but you can take it pretty well. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's not the worst in the world. It's not like it, it, I was I was expecting it to be a lot worse than it actually ended up being. Yeah, me too. So, me too. I, I, yeah, like you said, I think it just comes down to context. So we're uh, we're over an hour at this Ooh. point. So let's let's start rocking and rolling. Pick it up. Let's do it. Are you good? Do you want to say anything else about the honey bee? No. No. All I right. Think, I think. Yeah. Cool. So let's go ahead and just say. That once we've collected all of the gear, uh, we take it back to the the dress shop, and Cloud gets suited up. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Cloud is in a, a purple dress. Um, and what I love is that for a little while in the game, Eris calls Cloud Miss Cloud, yeah. like in my SS Cloud, and she goes, "Oh, you you must walk more uh, ladylike, ladylike, Miss Cloud." I just <laughs> and just this more like Miss Daisy, like this yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I love that, like I can just tell that she's like taking the piss out of him, and like because you know, get a big tough soldier man, right? Yeah. Bodyguard and everything, and she's like, "Oh, Miss Cloud, you look so lovely. You you must walk more feminine, like you know, and like and he's just like, Ugh, you know, yeah, and, and like Cloud seems like embarrassed, but he's still doing it and stuff, and yeah." He, and he's not like doing it begrudgingly necessarily. Like right, he knows that he needs to to get in and save Tifa. And too. also, he's in this nice community of very accepting, you know, like beefy soldier <laughs> guys. That, which is like, I, which is why I brought it up earlier when the guy who makes the dress is like, "Oh, a big tough guy like you, like." you are surrounded by a bunch of big, tough guys who look a lot bigger and tougher than Cloud who are, like, all about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, so right. like, it shouldn't be that shocking. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, uh, there, yeah. there was one thing that I wanted to take note of, and it's, hmm. like, you go through this whole mission to get a wig, and when you see him change, <laughs> all you have <laughs> is just pigtails. It's just pigtails. It's the same hair. <laughs> so, like, it leads me to believe that, like, actually Cloud's hair is a skeletal structure, <laughs> it's not actually hair. It's, it's just really like just a large bony growth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the wig is actually just the pigtails that he mm. attaches to the back of his very odd, spiky, enormous skull. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, how does he attach the pigtails? Are they like glued on? It's like sticky tack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to wait till the remake when it's in more right. high definition, yeah, I guess. Definition, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other thing... Uh, uh, Aerith sees Cloud and sees him in his dress and she's like, oh, you know what? I want one too. Yep. And there's a bit of back and forth where the, the father and the daughter at the dress shop are mm-hmm. disagreeing with, you know, like what choice they yeah. want, would work best with Aerith. Yep. And she's like, no, I want this one. And she picks that and they're like, wow, really? 
and she picks a red dress and yeah. changes her hairstyle too. And then you're ready to go uh, beat the shit out of the Don, hopefully. Yep, yep. Can I, I know we do this all the time, but can I yep. rewind just a hair? Absolutely. one thing we didn't finish is as sure. soon as you walk out of the Honey Bee Inn and you see oh, yeah, Eris, yeah, yeah. I said we were going to come back and yeah, talk about yeah, yeah. it and we didn't do it. You walk out of the Honey Bee Inn and Eris is still surrounded by all these guys. And as soon as you approach, they all scatter. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to talk to them or anything. They just see you walking up and they all scatter to the different corners. And if you go talk to them, they're all like, hey, Eris is nice, but I can't believe she charges 500 gil for a single flower. And when it's like, oh, I got a flower from Eris, but it was 300 gil. Yep. And then if you talk to Johnny, mm-hmm. he goes, she was very nice and sold me one for one gil. She's a really good person. <laughs> and like, or, I. I wrote it down because what he says is he's like, oh, that Aerith is really nice. She uh, she gave me this beautiful flower and also one gill. So I think oh, she might have oh. like gotten eight hundred gill off the other guys. And the one guy's like, oh, I can't believe I spent five hundred gill on a flower, but at least I got her name. So she was like, yeah, I can give you a flower. And he's like, oh, what's your name? And she's like, oh, it's gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from okay, it. Right, but I yeah. think she might have just given that gill to uh, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. I we you know again like he's not a major character, but we had a little bit of a characterization of Johnny that like he seems to be decent yeah. at I, least. Another interesting thing about Johnny too was um, there's outside of one of the shops in uh, in the Wall Market, there's like a guy who's trying to choose. It looks like clothes, like a clothes rack, and on there it's like hard to see because it's like kind of blurry. But yeah. there's like a black shirt or jacket that has like a skull with like red writing <laughs> yeah. under it. What it looks like, and if you uh, go into Johnny's room. Oh. Back in the thing, he's got like a shirt that looks very similar on the oh. wall. So it's like I think he, Johnny be, went and bought yeah, one bought of those shirts. Or, Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're ready to save Tifa. But now we're going back to safety. Yes. So we go to Don Corneo's mansion. They let us in this time, uh, and he says, "Yeah, okay, the Don would love to meet with you." And then uh, the, the doorman also says something pretty gross too. Yeah. Let's see if I wrote it down here. I don't I think, think I wrote I think, it down. I think I took a screenshot of it. Um, he yeah. says something like. Oh man, there's you know three girls here tonight. May, what did he say? Maybe I'll get something. Ha 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 ha. Or something yeah, like that. something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's like oh maybe I'll great. look out. Yeah, it's not great. So you get the idea that like oh Don Corneo is going to pick one of these girls to do something, mm-hmm. and then I wonder he's, what it is. I wonder what it is. Yeah. And then the doorman's like oh man that'll be great because all these girls are really good. So maybe I'll get something. And so yeah, it's pretty skeezy. Oh, another interesting thing that I took note of is uh, that guy who like that piece of shit guy who called Aerith a heifer. heifer yeah. Uh, if you talk to him when you're in the dress, he calls you a pretty lady. And then, <laughs> but he also follows it up by saying, Oh, you can make a small fortune at the Don. So yeah. He's, yeah. you know, he's right. Maybe he's only saying like, maybe he talks to, to men differently than he yeah. talks to women. Like with a woman, he's, like he wouldn't have called uh, Aerith a uh, heifer to her face. Probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go in, um, and the, what would you call him? Like, I guess the concierge yeah. at the at the desk says, "Like, oh hey, you know, we're we're getting everything ready. Uh, I'm gonna go get the dawn and uh, get this show on the road." And as soon as everybody's gone from the lobby, or as soon as the concierge leaves the lobby of Don Corneo's mansion, Eris says, "Okay, this is our chance to go look for Tifa and find her." Yeah. And so you run up some stairs and you run around and you go down into what looks like his fucking sex dungeon, yeah. which has a goddamn Iron Maiden in it. Oh yeah, is that what that uh, was? Is that what's next to the fireplace? I won't have text. No, over that it. looks like yeah, that that's what that looks like. But yeah, he's got all kinds of just <laughs> and so he just has a, a torture device that will just kill you, yeah, outright. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, hey, it just know. made me wonder. Like looking around this room too, like 
I couldn't quite tell at first if it's torture or if it's kink. Yeah, like, like it, it, or if it's both. Yeah, 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 or if it's both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking the same thing. It could just be like a, a BDSM thing. I, I that's what I assumed. I it was. was just inclined to think that it might be a torture area just because of how shitty. Uh, oh, that's true. Is. I but again, like a, that's I'm not gonna kink yeah. shame. Like, yeah, I assumed it was a BDSM area, yeah. but I guess though, since the Don is the type of person he is, He's he could absolutely use it for both. Yeah. yeah. So simultaneously or otherwise, um, but you do see Tifa down here, mm-hmm. and as soon as Cloud gets close to her, he runs away and hides his he... face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um uh. Eris comes up to her and he goes, oh, hey, are you Tifa? And, you know, she turns around and says, like, yeah, that's, you know, that's who I am. Um, and says, oh, you were the one with Cloud in the park. Yeah. So she actually saw Eris and uh, Cloud sitting on that cat slide. slide. Yeah. And um, Eris goes, what did she say? She says, "Those oh, well, it's nothing. Yeah. You know, she says, oh, it's nothing. And Tifa says, well, what do you mean? It's, yeah. It's it's what do you mean nothing? And she's like, oh, you know, just, uh, uh, I forget exactly what she says. Yeah, but so they they kind of go back and forth, and she's like, "Oh, I saw you with Cloud in the park," and she goes, "Oh, don't worry, we just met. It's nothing." And Tooth is like, yeah. "What do you mean? Just, don't worry, like, don't yeah. worry, like about what?" And and she's like, "Oh, don't misunderstand. Like Cloud and I just grew up together. Nothing more." Yeah, right. And then Eris says, "Oh, poor Cloud, happened to sit here and listen to us call him nothing." Yep. And the camera pans over to Cloud, and Tifa goes, "Wait, what do you mean?" Mm-hmm. And then you in control of Cloud go to talk to Tifa. And she is in disbelief, cannot believe, because that is she just noticed that you're the other girl there, yep, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so they have this comical little reunion, you know. And, and a nice little detail too is like um, when she's like, "Oh wait, why are you dressed like that? Like, what what are you doing here?" And then she's like, "Never mind, don't care. Like, what happened to you after that fall? Right, like, right. Are you hurt? Because the last time Tifa saw Cloud, she probably thought he was dead, right? Because he fell from yeah. the top of the plate, right? And so we we learn what." Tiff and Barrett have been up to since then mm-hmm. that Barrett caught someone, an informant, and um, was able to squeeze the name Don Corneo out. And so yeah. Don Corneo, in addition to being this like slumlord pimp, is also in leagues with Shinra. He's doing something for Shinra. Yep. We don't know what yet, but Tifa figured the best way to figure that out would be to get close to him. Yeah, to she get knew, him in, yeah. She knew that the Don was looking for a bride and she's like, okay, this is this I'm gonna go and get the information. Right, right. And so then she'd be able to get him while he's alone and also you know, force all the information out of him. Yeah. Um so while we're having this discussion, the concierge comes back and says, All right, it's time to line up. Uh we're gonna go meet the Don. Yeah. And so you walk upstairs and you get a, I guess not a mini game necessarily, yeah. but um, the culmination of like getting all of these key items, right? So but before that, there was a little. Ahead. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, just to jump back again. Um, there was a little bit of uh, back and forth that kind of just shows uh, how great uh, Aerith is, because um, I'm all about these parts. Yeah, because <laughs> so Tifa's like, oh, like I'm here because I I need the Don to pick me so I can get this information from him, and um. And then she's like, oh, there's three girls, and each night he has three girls and picks one of them. Right. And then Aerith is like, well, there's three girls here. And then Cloud's like, oh, well, I'm not going to put you in danger and all of that. And then Aerith's like, no, let's do this. Like, she's like, she's on board. She's not afraid of anything. She's like, no, she trusts her too. She says, do you trust me? And And she's she's like, like, yes, I really appreciate you doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're immediately. And they just disregard Cloud, which is great too. Yeah. Cloud's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. He's trying to be the quote, like again, kind of like not mansplainy, but something like that where he's like, no, no, I'm in charge. I'm uh, I'm I'm not going to let you all. Yeah. I'm the man here. I'm going to protect you all. And they're like, shut up. And like, they don't give him a shut up. They just ignore him. Yeah. They're just like, okay, we're doing this. Time to do it. Decide for themselves. Love it. So um, they take you upstairs, or they take the the crew upstairs, which is now Tifa, Eris, and Cloud, uh, and Cloud in a dress, 
and line him up before the dawn. And we meet Don Corneo, who's a overweight man with a blonde mohawk <laughs> yep. and like a red like leisure suit and a white button down underneath it. Yep. And he's like, he's kind of hilarious looking. Like he's like, uh, wow, well, like he's got very short legs, you know, like yeah. his like his torso and up is like ninety percent of his yeah. character model, you know, and um. Immediately, as soon as he sees the three girls, or you know, uh, yeah, and he he jumps up on his desk. He like leaps out of his yeah. chair, and like he's the like the cartoon wolf again, like yeah. the cartoon wolf. And he's like all the way up on his desk, and he's just like, oh, you know, <laughs> like oh my gosh. And he jumps over his desk, and he stands in front of them, and he's like, "Who? Which girl am I gonna pick tonight?" And he mm-hmm. he tries to look at Cloud in the face, and every I time this. it's so good. <laughs> every time he tries to get close to Cloud's face, Cloud looks the other way, and then he'll move his head to the other side, and Cloud will look the other yeah. direction. So he does one pass, and then he goes back to Cloud, and it just goes a back and forth of like Cloud not <laughs> looking him in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, but it does like a little eeny meeny miny mo thing. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, he already has it in mind, but you know, before he's standing in front of each character, he's yeah. like, Oh, is it going to be you, or maybe it will be this one, you know? And then, yeah, they have the little back and forth. And depending on how well you did, it actually changes the outcome yeah. of this. Can it be all three, or, or not all three, but can it be like it can be Eris, T4, okay. Cloud, yeah, yeah. So, who was uh, it in yours? I'm guessing Cloud, Cloud. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, in mine, I got Aerith because I completely forgot about the uh, the tiara. Okay, all right. My, well, my, let's last, the, uh, my last view was uh, Tifa, so... Okay, oh, nice. so there we go. All three. So let's do yours first. I assume that the two are similar, so why don't you talk through it, and then we'll see if the other one was similar. Yeah, so I mean... Um, uh, he says, like, shall we go, my pretty, and takes Aerith with him to his, the, the back of that room, and you're escorted into the other room where there's just a bunch of, like, just people who work there i guess like the don's lackeys oh i think that's actually exactly what they're called um and they're like oh like we got guests like don't worry we're gonna we're gonna take real good care of you um and they say this is all thanks to don corneo Mm -hmm. and uh they're all like yeah and then uh cloud kind of has a moment where he reveals himself it's funny because someone goes up and they're talking about cloud and they're like oh yeah you're in pretty good shape yeah. <laughs> look, look at your tight little bod. And then they're like, wait, it's 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 more like muscles. And then um another thing a guy says that I took note of is that he's got ants in his pants, wanna <laughs> dance, gotta take a chance, and maybe find romance. That's amazing. Um is, is that how it plays out too? And yours all here. Um, yes. Yeah. For the for the other room where yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that part is all there. That's that's awesome. So uh basically um Someone also mentions that uh, Cloud has very pretty eyes, which going back yeah. to the other eyes. Yeah. But uh, Cloud just jumps up on on the table and he's like, "Oh, like I, I'm not interested in this." And they're like, "Why not?" And he's like, um, "I ain't interested in a bunch of scrubs like you." Yeah, yeah. I think that's why he calls it the Buster Sword because he's got no time for scrubs, yeah. also known as Busters. Um, that's amazing. So uh, they're all like shocked that he's a man, and of course they're just instantly like, "Get him, beat the fuck out of him!" Right. And then you just have to do like two waves of enemies that are called, I think, uh, the uh, Corneo's lackey. Oh, really? And one of them's named it's Koch and Scotch. Koch and Scotch, yeah. yeah. So you fight them. There's nothing really to talk about with that fight, but okay. You beat them, and then you make your way uh, back to you and Tifa. Make your way back to uh, the Don's room. Right. So if Cloud is the one chosen in the minigame, it immediately goes from there to the Don's bedroom. And um, (laughs) Cloud is standing at the foot of the bed, and the Don is, like, on all fours, 
aiming at Cloud. And the funniest thing is, as you walk around the room, he just rotates to look at Cloud, no matter what. Like, just That's like really doesn't move his arms or legs, but just like <laughs> pivots on a point to look right at you wherever you're going. And what I thought was hilarious is the Don. If you go behind his bed, he has a hyper back there that you can pick oh, up wow. and i was like a hyper oh. is a thing that gets you all excited yeah mm -hmm. that's hilarious that they put one of those behind his that's bed that's really I good never thought about that yeah yeah i was like that's hilarious which uh you know for people listening what the hyper does in in game its function is to give you fury which allows your limit break to build faster or if you have the sadness effect which causes your limit break to build slower it puts you back at normal so what <laughs> Interesting thing about sadness that I wanted to bring up too. Yeah. Uh, it also makes you take 30% less magic and physical uh, yeah. damage, which yeah. is great because you're just like, like someone's just punching you. And if you're like sad, you're just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny is like, as soon as I can, usually in Final Fantasy 7, I give all three of my people fury and I just leave it on the whole game. Yeah. Because, uh, to continue to learn limit breaks, you have to use them and yep. you have to beat enemies. And just having people go into limit break constantly is a good way to get those early. Yeah. So you do take a lot more damage. You take that extra 30%, mm -hmm. um, but you get a lot stronger a lot quicker. And then when you have the limit breaks, you can take it off. Yeah, I think in uh, like the speed run strats too, they, there's a lot of uh, giving your um, your party sadness to, to cut mm. down the, just because you're kind of under leveled in that. So you want all right. the defense you can get. So that's kind of a strategy. That makes well. sense. And they kind of have it optimized to where, you know, they don't need limit breaks every other turn. Right, right. So if a... Uh, so as Cloud running around the room and you're still in the dress, you know, and Don Corneo is like, oh, baby, you know, come, come to daddy. And uh, when you talk to him, he says, like, hey, do, do you like me? And you get some options. Right. And so I picked like, of course, I like you. And he goes, oh, you sure know how to make a man feel good or whatever. Why don't you come over here? And um, he asks, he goes, give, give me a, what do you think? Like a kid? Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. And you can be like. All right, whatever. And like, so I picked like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so like Cloud like leans in to give him a kiss and then backs up real quick because he's like thinking about it. Like, what am I getting ready to do? Yeah. And then he leans back in and right, it, either they do or it's the second before they kiss each other, Tifa and Eris bust into the room and they go, all right, Don, we've got you now. <laughs> and oh, immediately Cloud backs up and one of them, I can't remember if it's Tifa or Eris, goes, were you just, you weren't really getting ready to, were you? And Cloud just ignores it and j jumps down to the bottom of the bed and throws off his dress. And he has his full armor set, That's like awesome. with his shoulder pad and everything below it. And he goes, Don's like, oh, my, you're a man. Oh, my goodness. And I think they both situations play out as normal from there. Yeah. yeah. So I think another thing in in my like situation of it, uh, I think Aerith does that where she like jumps off the bed. It's the same sort of thing where he's he's trying to get her and she's like yeah. standoffish. And um, she jumps out of the bed and, and throws off her dress and is just wearing her normal clothes under that. Right. Which, like, I feel like it's a lot more jarring with Cloud because he's, like, you know, got the shoulder pad and stuff. But I saw that yeah. and I was like, and she was like, aha. And it's just like, oh, a different dress. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so he throws his off and he has, like, his full armor and yeah. everything underneath is pretty good. For Tifa, it's surprisingly straightforward because she doesn't really get that much time to try and, like, get any information out of him. So he automatically is just like i can't wait anymore he tries to hop her but like uh what is it uh oh he well, says that to Aerith as well oh uh, there was like i don't know if he says it to Aerith, but like uh tifa's like oh uh there's actually one thing i wanted to talk about first and he cuts her off and it's like oh that oh i'm single don't worry about that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so i think there's a, a little bit different with that with uh Aerith where um right before um 
she like reveals herself. It's the same sort of thing where she's like, oh, well, uh, I have to ask you a question first. And, and yeah. he's like, oh, well, that. And he just thinks she's like a virgin. And she's like, oh, OK, well, I, I need to. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to take you through it all step by step. And, stuff. and she's like, no, it's not that. Like, again, like, yeah. subvert. Like she's definitely has this look to her, like this look of innocence, which like is yeah. constantly being like, you know, flipped on its ear. Yeah. 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 Um, so so from there. Uh, when Don Corneo finds out that he's been had, you know, they we start this little interrogation, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, Cloud, Tiva, and Eris go up to the side of the bed, right? And so they're on standing on the side of the bed, and um, Tifa's the first one to ask the question, right? So she says, "What did your assistants find out?" Because uh, going back to the the reason that they're there is Barrett caught one of his assistants, yeah. and found out about the link between Don Corneo and Shinra. So she says, "What is what did your assistants find out?" And if you don't tell us, and then Cloud puts his foot up on the bed and says, I'll chop it off. Mm -hmm. And Don Corneo is like, oh my so gosh. Good. Yeah. And so he kind of like reels and he's like, oh my, oh no, oh no. Mm -hmm. And um, so he starts giving up information. Yeah, yeah. Which, if I remember right, this one is that uh, they wanted to find out where the man with the gun arm is, yeah, right? Yeah, that's correct. So, yes, yeah, so my assistants were looking for the man with the gun arm. That's what Shinra wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and then Tifa asks again, by who? Like, who asked you to find out where the man... And he says, I'm not going to tell you that. They'll kill me. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Eris puts her foot up on the bed and says, if you don't tell us, I'll rip it off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and then he confesses that it was Heidegger of Shinra, who we haven't seen yet. No, this yeah. is the first mention of that name. Yeah. Uh, Tifa asks what uh, Shinra is up to, and is, yep. if he doesn't tell them, she says... I'll smash it. Yeah, yeah, yep. And then he mentions the big bombshell where he says, um, "Yep, he's that Shinra's planning to uh, crush Sector Seven slums with the plate because he found out that the man with the gun arm and Avalanche's base is in the Sector Seven slums." So Shinra's just like, "Okay, well, we'll just bring down the Midgar plate on top of them." Yep. So just like we talked about last time, Midgar's this two-section se town with a large plate on top, and he says, we're just going to blow up the supports and bring it down on them and crush yep. and kill everybody crush there. Yep. Yep. But it'll kill Avalanche, so they'll, yeah, yeah. stop the stuff. Um, so, of course, they're, like, very surprised about this, and the urgency kind of sets in immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a lot of lives on the line. Yeah, they're like, all of our friends are back there. We need to get back there and get everyone out ASAP. Right, so they start running out of the room. And Don right? says, wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, why, why do you think scum like me babble on about the truth? And then you get... You get a couple of, options here. Do you know? Do you, do you remember which one uh, you went with? I do. Let me see. I have it here. So the uh, the three options that he gives that you get to respond to him is, uh, because I've given up on life, because I'm sure I'll win, or because I'm clueless. Right. What'd you pick? So I, I think I picked uh, because I've given up on life. I, really? I like knew the answer to pick, but I was like, yeah. that's a funny answer. I went ahead and picked the uh, because I'm sure I'll win. Yeah, which I is got that too. Yeah, yeah. which and, is the answer. Like and he just says ding, ding, ding and pulls a rope and the three fall into a trap door. So yeah. what does he say if you? He just says one? buzz wrong. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> and um, same thing, pulls the lever and all three of them fall. Yeah. yeah. And then it cuts to a different scene. It does. Different yeah. music. So this is the first time we've seen this room, mm -hmm. and we'll come back to here and later. This character, yeah, yeah. And so we see Heidegger of Shinra walking up some stairs into a large office. This is a real big office. 
um, sparsely populated with things yeah, for a large office. He doesn't have furniture. Big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very futuristic. Looks like a like a spaceship kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's a very long walk animation. Oh my! So oh, yeah. the Switch version has the speed up function, oh, and I, use I absolutely use the speed up function. I use it, it constantly, but especially this is a. Dude, Heidegger takes his time mm -hmm. walking up to the desk, he's a, but he's, it's he's the, a rotund man. Yeah, he's yeah. got to take his time. But it's the desk of President Shinra. Yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting note about this conversation. They're just discussing their plans to destroy the Sector 7 slums. Um, but there's another character there. Yep. There's, uh, there's Heidegger, uh, there's uh, President Shinra, and there's Reeve, who is, yes. I think, the first time we're seeing Reeve as well. Yes. And he's like, are we really going to do this? Are we really going to, like go this far just yeah. to kill a couple of people like yeah a, a few city, members reva's city planning if i remember yeah, that's urban, his, development. Yeah. urban development urban development department yep the executive. Uh, to uh, whereas uh heidegger is something uh like the the, the peace e, uh, yeah i think it's something with peace uh you know just a pretty name for war yeah it's like <laughs> right. it, like the peacekeeper or something yeah let me say i think i have it here somewhere but yeah they're both um uh, the head of the peace pr uh preservation peace go. preservation yeah yeah, yeah. insanely fascist it kind of oh. just like shows you more how like it's like yep. oh yeah we're we're keeping the peace yep like, yeah don't Which, fuck with us side note i did watch a couple videos on the philosopher heidegger and i was like is heidegger in the game it, exemplary of the philosophy of heidegger and no not really yeah, <laughs> very different I, however martin heidegger was a nazi so so yeah <laughs> so yes in that way he doesn't like <laughs> yeah which uh yeah we could go all day talking about philosophy which we probably will after probably the podcast gonna, yep. but for now doesn't necessarily fit the philosophy but absolutely fits the actual character of martin heidegger the philosopher um yeah so the the one guy uh reeve is uh, a little, he, he he's hesitant to want to do this and go this far. Right. He, he kind of seems like he's in over his head, and the president says, "Like, oh, you, you seem tired. Like, take a vacation. Go." Yeah. I'd also like to point out that he purposely brings up his um, the fact that he is the head of urban development mm -hmm. for his reason for not wanting to do this, which I think is actually significant for something we'll find out about him much later yeah uh he he he's a character that we're gonna hear from right now in this scene and then not a lot for a long time yeah but he kind of per very on purpose in front of heidegger and in front of shinra is like I i'm the head of urban development i i can't stand by something like this this is against my job right and so that's his that's how he frames his opposition to this yeah and uh, uh yeah they also talk about the mayor which yeah. is just a little one-off thing and which oh like, uh, can i We'll actually meet the mayor next episode, but I just can't. I can't let it go. We have to talk about this right now. He said the mayor's against it. <laughs> yeah, he says the mayor's against it. So the mayor voted no on destroying his all of his constituents to take care of one terrorist <laughs> yeah, group. Right, right. But Shinra doesn't give a shit. But the thing I want to talk about the mayor that we'll find out actually on the next episode, but I just want to say it now because it's just burning in my loins. The mayor's name is Domino. And the city is shaped like a pizza. Oh. And his aide is named Hut. Oh, like okay. So it's very yeah. pizza themed. That makes sense. <laughs> is that. Wait, a, it's Mayor's Aid in the English one, but in Japanese, it's Hutto. And so. Okay. So it, the, it's, it's. It's Pizza Hut. Yeah. It's Domino's. The, shape, the city is shaped like a pizza. <laughs> Both of those chains were in Japan in 1997. Nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's. Case closed. The case closed. Cracked that one. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, President Shinra basically is just like, cool, this is perfect. We're going to destroy Sector 7 and report that Avalanche did it. So not only are they going to kill Avalanche, but they're going to say this was the work of that terrorist group. Right. Where, you know, like they're doing things, like bad things for the right reasons, and they're just going to be like, oh, no, like the next step for this is like, oh, yeah, those guys that you thought were doing the right thing. No, they're just in it to they're senseless violence. Right. They're just trying to kill as many people. And he as says possible. afterwards he's going to send Shinra in to help the people, too, yeah. to make Yeah, them, so like just yeah. disaster capitalism kind of thing, being like, oh, this will make us look so good. And, right. You know, like Shinra's the good guys, and yep. just let us keep bleeding this planet dry. Yep. yep. So then it switches to um, the sewers. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I was like, oh man, is this another long sequence? Because usually sewer sequences in games oh are my like God. the worst. We'll talk about it when we get to FF8. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> I think that's what I was thinking of actually. And I was like, oh man, I don't remember. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's very easy to get through the sewers. Oh yeah. There's it's, a couple it's items. two screens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, one noteworthy item I think is, uh, steel, the steel material. Steel. But before you get steel, the second you drop down into the sewers, we are presented with our third boss fight of the game yep. and our first non-mechanical boss fight. Yeah, it's so. just like kind of a straight up boss fight, right? Yeah. A, a little bit of a mechanical thing, but not really. Sure. Uh, it, it, um, well, I mean in the way of like it is not a machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the first one was the guard scorpion machine right, yeah, and then yeah, the techno the techno soldier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the apps. Yeah, yeah. APS, apps, yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, Alster Asp. I thought it was, I think it's apps. I think it's oh, apps. Okay. I believe. Yeah, it's apps. Unless okay. unless autocorrect yeah. changed that for me, but yeah. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's apps. Yeah. Um, and uh, its thing is that it is able to. I don't. Is it a? I don't know sure if it's a counter or if it's just every turn. But it hits you with. I think uh, it's just every turn. But there's yeah the sewer tsunami is what you're sewer talking tsunami. About. Yep. And it's that can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it does a lot of damage, but not just to your party. It actually does yeah. damage to it, so it's it's hurting itself. And the what this thing looks like is it's kind of like a seahorse, like minotaur. Yeah, is the only way I can think. Yeah. He's got like you know like chain like he he was chained up at one point because he's got like gold like handcuffs on that are broken and stuff. Right. Um. So I think this was a pretty tough boss fight. I think I had to use cure quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. I the this time when I played it, it wasn't so bad for me because every time Aerith got hit, she pretty much limit breaked every time she oh, got hit yeah. with Sewer and, Tsunami. And, and Aerith's uh limit break is healing wind, which just heals your party. Yep. Yep. At least that's the one she starts with. Yeah. 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 Which as you go through and you get her other ones, I've found that like, oh man, I wish I just still had healing wind. That one was the best. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to that one. Yep. Um so yeah, so you beat you beat apps. Uh you go through two screens. Yeah. Um, you fight the Ninja Turtles, uh, the Sahagin. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Muad'Dib. Yeah, they were just the uh, turtles. Yeah, the battle toads. Doesn't that same creature make an appearance in Castlevania? Pretty sure. I'm. Yeah, they both pull from this like yeah. wide. Uh, it's pr- it probably all comes from D and D, honestly. D and D, and I'm sure like other cultures, or, yeah, folklore. or fantasy, yeah. Yeah. folklore, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you come up out of the sewer into the train graveyard, mm-hmm. um, which is, as it say, it is written on the tin. It is a graveyard for trains. Yeah, small uh, little puzzle here of just moving some trains. You just kind of go in and yep. push them. You, you can get some items. I think there's like a hidden high potion. Yeah, and some barrels. Um, one real quick note, just for people who are playing along with us. Um, there's an enemy called the Eligor or Eli Gore. Mm-hmm. That's like a rock and roll man on a chariot yeah, or something. Very like, he's cool. like a 
it's it's wild looking. I don't know how to describe it. Kind of looks like the Poe salesman from uh, Ocarina of Time. If people are familiar yeah. with that, like he's got like a he's, he's like a cyclopean eye. He's like wearing like white cloaks with a hood and has just um, a, a red uh, dot for an eye. Yeah, and I think he does like an a, an eye laser or something. I forget. Yeah, that. he it's does. A, yeah. A mono laser or something. Mono laser. Yeah, yeah, mono yeah. laser's name. Yeah, something like that. But you can steal the striking staff from him. Which is a weapon for Eris that has 38 attack. I, I, yeah, I think uh, when I equipped it, it doubled Aerith's attack. Yeah. It, and it's got four materia slots. Yeah, there's nothing else in the game at this point that has that much damage, which yeah. is wild. Because again, it's, it goes to Aerith, who mm-hmm. is kind of like a... You would think she would be the healer. Uh, yeah. And she, I think she does kind of have starting stats of... She's or, got or they pretty, put her in the back row when they yeah. put you in, or put her in the party to yeah. kind of signify that like, hey, there's going to be somebody casting and yeah. you don't want them taking as much damage. But yeah, I mean, she gets a very good weapon and you can start dishing out damage with it yep. pretty fast. I, I did that by accident just because I was like, oh, I want to see what everything has to steal and like stole some potions, stole some ethers, that kind of thing from the, yeah. the common enemies. And then I was like, oh, this thing's pretty cool. And I know like every time I tried it, it was like couldn't steal anything. Couldn't steal anything. Which is the Couldn't. telltale sign like, of something this has great. Something good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you get the striking staff, which is yep. highly recommended. Uh, so you, we get out of the train graveyard, and we are on the screen uh, that we walked out of the train on originally when we came to the Sector 7 slums for the first time in the game. And the train guard is standing beside the train, just as he was when we got out of the train. And he says he knows that the plate is going to fall he's like he, i've heard, he heard a rumor he yeah. heard a rumor that the plate was going to fall but he just can't bear to leave it he's like i've been working here forever uh this I've is the worked only here way. for so many years yeah i just can't bear to leave here yeah so he's so, he's going down with the ship he's, right. he's ready to he, he yeah. doesn't want to leave his post yeah and i think that like some like characterizations like that right now in the game is going to be important to having the uh emotional weight yeah of what's getting ready to happen right yep. um so we walk up to the next screen and we are at the support post, right? This is where the Shinra guard dropped the R-bomb yeah. last time. This is the same screen, mm-hmm. um, but it is it is where the support post is. And there's already fighting going on. Yeah, you hear you hear some some gun gunshots happening. You hear the, the tense music playing again and, and things are things are going down. Uh, small minor characterizations of the NPCs here. There's another guard yeah. who's like, "Oh man, I was like, I'm so done with this shit. Like, I'm quitting tomorrow." And yeah. another guy, the, basically, they're just like, "Oh, we're just doing our jobs, and this is what is happening now." Right. Um, so it has a, a, a shot that pans all the way up to the top, and I think yeah. you see some fighting going on. You, you do, see yeah. Barrett fighting up there, and then you see Wedge. We see Wedge uh, fall from the top. All of, the way from mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. And. Yeah. and Yep, it's it's pretty sad. And then he lands, and luckily he's not dead. Um, and you can yeah. go up to him and talk to him, and, he, and you go, "Wedge, are you all right?" And he's just happy that Cloud remembered his name. Right. And then he also <laughs> right. he also has to apologize that he uh, he couldn't do anything. He's like, "Barrett's up top. You got to help him." Um, like, I'm sorry that I like let you down. Right. So right. like, true to his character, he just kind of you know he he idolizes Cloud. He wants to be a big hero to save the planet, but he also doesn't really have a lot of confidence and he's he's right. he's taking it pretty hard that this is happening and he, he's kind of right. thinking it's like you know oh i let everyone down sorry this happened right so cloud and tifa ask Eris, hey will you take care of him mm-hmm. while we go up there we're gonna go up there and fight with barrett take care of him yeah and, and tifa asks another favor yes Barrett, where she says uh i have a bar called seventh heaven in this neighborhood there's a little girl named marlene there like you gotta get her out yeah yeah because who knows what could happen we may not be able to stop the plate from breaking and mm-hmm. everything from being ruined yeah. go get marlene and Eris says she's gonna do that she'll she'll put her somewhere safe yep yep and um so then you begin your your climb and starting at base level uh 
at that point when everybody's ready there's a guy who is a shopkeeper you can buy some items from yep. and there's a soldier talking to this girl on the yeah. side and i love this interaction where um he goes oh he's like yeah baby you know this is i deal with stuff like this all the time <laughs> this is my bread and butter i'm just gonna hang out right here and the lady says i just love a men with a sense of duty just let me stay here with you yeah <laughs> and so he's using this like awful scene as like time to yep. hit on this girl <laughs> yeah um so we start walking up, and the first person that we see is doubled over the rail, um, and it's Biggs. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we see Biggs, and Biggs says, like, oh, Cloud, you came, you know? Like, I thought you didn't care about I thought you planet. didn't care. You really do care about the planet, don't you? And you have some options. Yeah, you can of... say, nope, not interested. Or you can say, you're wounded, dot, 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 dot. Right, right. And so I went with you're wounded. You can say both. So yeah. I just said one, and then the oh, other Oh, yeah, one. I think I did do both, actually. But, but I, yeah, um... He's, he's basically just like, thanks. And like, there's a moment of him being like, oh, Cloud actually does care about us. Right. And if you say the other one, he's just like, oh, Cloud, you just don't get it. Or something like that. <laughs> I mean, like, he just kind of piss him off. Yeah. Um, um, so he tells you Barrett's fighting up there, which we already know. And so you run up and um, let's see. Is there anyone else that we see? We see Jesse. Yeah. So we talked a lot about Jesse on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And we see her on the stairs. And it's assumed that she's wounded. I can't really see her yeah. model very well, like what's going on with her actual character model right but um she says you know we're probably getting what we deserve like because of our actions a lot of people died this is what we're getting because of it um and she says i'm I'm glad that i could talk with you one last time right you can say like don't say last or is that so like you can still be a dick to her and what's funny is that i did say is that so and she goes you can do both yeah and she goes oh you're so cool it's what i've always liked about you she's like oh mr x soldier like being so tough even under these circumstances she's She's like, oh, I always liked that about you. So yeah, it's yeah. endearing. Like, it seems insufferable. Like when I'm reading it, but <laughs> Je- Jesse likes it. Right, right. But yeah, she says like because of our actions, that so many people have died that this is probably their punishment. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get up to the top. Barrett's fighting. He's shooting at nothing. I mean, like <laughs> graphically, he's shooting at nothing. But he tells you, be careful. They're attacking from a helicopter. Yeah. And so. uh, it gives you a moment to just open up your menu and, and equip Barry for the fight. It stops and says, is, it says, let's stop here and equip real quick. Which yeah. I can't remember if it does that in the original. I'm assuming it probably does. I think so. But, yeah. um, I remember I so. Final Fantasy games didn't always uh, project that very well. Yeah, it's very it, frustrating no. when you get <laughs> yeah. into, the, into a battle. Yeah. Um, another thing is the random encounters here are these ridiculous, like, helicopter soldiers who, like, after a while just, like, fall to the ground and become, like, normal soldiers. Yeah. That <laughs> they're, they're, like, literally spinning a propeller blade in their hand to stay up in the air it's yep. wild these dudes have incredible forearm strength <laughs> um, yeah, they're called arrow combatants yeah <laughs> so so we get all geared up and um the turk from earlier that we met yep. in the church comes down reno reno and he says once i press this button it's too late yep. right and like i was like what kind of what kind of pillar it's the plate that drop button you know yeah, this 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 every floating this pillar city that keeps this that. this floating city up just has a pillar that one button <laughs> can can set an explosion on it and destroy the whole thing and kill everybody beneath it. Like like I didn't get the sense that there were people here before. There's no Turk here earlier, I don't yeah. think. But he just comes down and goes, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna press this one button. Yeah, let me just hit that's this the button. self-destruct button, and now no one can go back on it. Which is also crazy that he hits it and say, "Oh, that there's no way you can go back now. There's no disarming this bomb. It's just one button." He, he literally what? says, "That's yeah. all, folks." Yeah, yeah. And then we get into a fight with him. Yeah. And we have our fourth boss. Get to is, see his ponytail or rat tail. 
Yeah, kind of looks it, like a rat. He seems like a rat tail. He seems like yeah. the type of dude who would have a rat tail. It does, yeah. Um, and he's kind of an interesting boss because he also has another mechanic. Yeah, right? yeah. He he casts uh, the 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 pyramid magic. Pyramid, on you. Yeah. yeah. Which is just a uh, it prevents you from attacking. Like your meter still fills up, so you yep. can't attack, but you you can't attack while it's there. Um, but if you, uh, I it only took one attack from one of my party members on whoever was in the pyramid to break the pyramid. I thought it was just an attack. I don't. It could be a certain HP. I just assumed it was an yeah. attack, no matter what. That, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, yeah, it was, I, I wasn't pyramid, doing a lot of damage. So yeah. right, yeah. And if you attack that, the pyramid goes away. And you it's funny too because he's so cocky about it. He casts yeah, it and he says, "Try and break it if you can." I know. I know. Like, yeah, I, I, the, the first I tried time I played, and instantly did it. <laughs> the first time I played, I didn't get that that I was supposed to attack the pyramids either. So I just got everybody pyramid. Yeah, I remember it took me a minute. I think yeah. it was the same fight, like my first fight, but I yeah. think it still if, took a while. If everyone gets pyramided, does that like like does that result in a game over? I or? don't know. I, I think I, it would either way out. though, because you just couldn't do anything. But it might time out. It also yeah. Might. You know, and then he can probably just keep attacking you. But I don't know. Yeah. It's like uh, I remember Petrify in some of the other Final Fantasy yeah. games. If you have all three of your party mm. members like Petrify, it's game over, game over. But no. I don't know. It could be that I didn't get that far because I'm a right. great gamer. <laughs> so um, and he's also got an Electro Magrod. The Electro Magrod. Yeah, he has like this like taser on the end of a stick yep. that he keeps. Poking I want to say I wanted that weapon as a kid. Oh, it's yeah. dope. <laughs> it's dope. It is cool. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Other than that, normal fight. You can't yeah. steal anything from him. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, he activated a time bomb. He escapes on a helicopter, which Shinra loves to do, obviously. Right, right. Um, oh no, 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 wait, he doesn't. So a helicopter comes up and there's another member of the Turks there. That's right. Uh. That's right. And he's got someone with him and he said, and Barrett's just instantly like, oh, like starts shooting at them. And he says like, oh, you don't want to do that. Our like, guest. You, yeah. yeah, you're, you're our, our special guest. Yeah. And it's Eris. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So he has, so sa- the, the Turk saying, has Eris on the helicopter with him. And um, this is where we kind of hear, I don't think it's necessarily the very first time, but we get a little more, disp- uh, we get a little more uh, talk about the ancients. Yeah. And th- I think this is where they say that Eris is an ancient, in fact. I, th- right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, which uh, Shinra is looking for, right? He Shinra. says, uh, yeah, our orders were to find and catch the last remaining ancient. Right, right. So now we kind of get an idea of why the Turks have been after Eris. They mentioned the ancients before. Yeah. We didn't know what it meant. And now it's kind of just like, oh, Eris is the last remaining ancient. Right. Or they think she is. Or, you know, that's that's all we got to go on so far. Right, right. Because Cloud's like, what are you going to do with him? And he's like, oh, I haven't decided, but we th- these are our orders. Right, right. Um, and so before they fly away, because the, the, the bomb is set now. Like, mm-hmm. this pillar it's is happening. going to explode. Mm-hmm. So before they... Uh, fly away in the helicopter she just really quick gets off she's safe yep she just says out loud she's safe yep right and then Tifa, smacks don't her, which is yeah. like yeah but oh yeah that that sucks that sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just, he, yeah yeah but um she does she keeps it very vague and just just says those words right? yeah and like, she and she, she's and somewhere safe i think after she gets hit um she says uh she says hurry up and get out so right she's like don't worry about me like a she's safe which marlene Right. Um, yeah. Which, just guessing. <laughs> right, right, right. Because right. I haven't played this game before, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so Sang says that it should be starting right about now. Uh, and then I think that's, that's was there anything else that goes on? Uh, well, then. Uh, oh, yeah. Barrett's like, oh, look, we can use this wire to, right. to get out. <laughs> so the the pillar so, starts to explode. Like, it is starting to explode. So 
you know, uh, debris raining down, and everybody's running back and forth like Cloud, Air, Air, I'm sorry, Cloud Tifa and Barrett are kind of running around looking for some way to get off, and Barrett finds this wire that's attached to the platform that there are, and they're probably the construction uh, wire. It looks like. Yeah, I would yeah. say they're probably like at least halfway up the yeah. tower, so they're well into the air at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's construction wire, and he goes, "Oh, this is gonna be a way out." And so he unhooks it and says, everybody get on. And everybody jumps on Barrett because Barrett's a huge motherfucker. And it's great. Cloud like gets on his shoulder. I know. Like, he's <laughs> like a little on kid. His, on one shoulder. I know. It's so good. And they they swing off as the pillar explodes yeah. and the plate comes down. So mm-hmm. Shinra does get, they, they do succeed in bringing the plate down on everybody. There's a and, great shot too of President Shinra just like looking out his window and just seeing the explosion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we see a very like very distressing scene from inside one of the houses uh of sector seven mm-hmm. we see a shot from inside out the person's window and next to their window is a television yeah and you see the anchor actually look up as soon as it's coming down that as well and, and like me. brace himself and yeah. brace himself and it's yeah. the anchor that we we saw him earlier in uh in the hideout where he was yeah. on the tv for yeah the sin or the like the shinra intelligence network yeah or, right, right information network who knows yeah i think um, people have theories about what sin is but it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> so so they swing on out of there um, they and they land in the uh, in the park that Cloud and Aerith were at. Right, right. And uh, that's that's where I stop. And you is see that right where you stop? The um, the the gate where Tifa and the Chocobo sex wagon or whatever you call it <laughs> came out. Um, it, where that came out uh, is now just all covered in debris. Like it's just the plate has fallen on top of it. It's completely blocked off. And Barrett just instantly runs up to it and shouts, "Marlene!" Right, right. And that's where I left it. All right, yeah, that's that's where I left off as well. Yeah, that good. That's good yeah, for everybody. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening to our podcast. That this time we thought was going to be an hour long. We're like, we decided yeah. only to do Walmart because I was like, oh, that'll be. We'll keep it at a brisk forty-five minutes. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a brisk forty-five. I think we're at like two pacing. hours yeah. now. We'll, again. Yeah. We'll, so we'll get better at pacing. Just yeah, we'll either get better at pacing or just assume that we're going to be going two hours. Long. <laughs> yeah. It was um, fun, nevertheless. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ali, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thanks yeah, for having me. I can't wait to have you on for Final Fantasy VIII because that's your favorite Final mm-hmm. Fantasy that you've mm-hmm. told me multiple Is it? times. No. <laughs> I, was, I was like, my eyes lit up. I was like, did we just become best friends? Uh, no, we just became we, mortal enemies. Okay. Yeah, that's I fair. Mean, like, for now, we're friends. You'll, you'll, we'll on the, find on the out replay, the you'll, you'll change. You know what? You're not, the, you're not the, you're neither the only person or one of the only two people who have been like, I want to be on Forever Fate. Because I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> right. <I'll tell> you. <laughs> so like you are definitely not alone. <laughs> but it's all right. Me and Carl are ready to defend. We're ready to defend it. So um, yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter at every FNFF. Uh, email us at every FNFF at gmail.com. And you can yell at us there or give us suggestions or whatever else you'd like to send us. Coupons for shoes. Coupons for a beautiful wig and sexy cologne. Um, Questionable art. wig. Maybe extensions. <laughs> yeah, and a diamond tiara. You gotta be uh, really good at squats, too. Uh, yeah, right, right. You gotta right. beat me in squats. Yeah. We so also, if uh, Mig's listening, then I'm just gonna give yeah. him <laughs> We also have a, um, an Instagram, which is also at EveryFNFF. Um, our intro music was a remix by DJ Cutman. And that is all I have to say. Do you guys have any additional notes? I just uh, want to give a, a shout out to uh, Robbie, Corey, and other Corey uh, for <laughs> their help with trying to decipher that weird uh, kanji. Japanese, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Um, yeah, love those guys. Uh, yeah, friends absolutely. of the show. Um, yep. I'll probably be asking them more about stuff. Additional thanks to Alex, as always, our producer. Um, and that is it for this week. We'll see you all next week, so much, uh, next Friday. And uh, have a good week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks, everyone. All right, next week, our sections that we'll be playing will be from here, which will be going back to Eris' house right after this, after the Sector 7 place crashed, up until our internment at the top of Shinra Tower. So you'll know that you've gone the right distance once the team is brought in front of President Shinra.